Degrees. You're locked into the basement dwellers. Hosted by Jacob Santoro and Robert Fowler. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button to get the latest updates too. But for now, just kick back and lounge out. Cause I got a fresh one delivered to you. But let me pass this over to the boys though. So cool. Fucking sweet, dude. That Hell yeah. fucking rock. He did such a good job, dude. Dude, that was uh that was the first time we've like I've been here and heard it in action. And I knew I knew when we chat. heard it live, definitely it was gonna get you like the goosebumps for sure. Ooh, I was like, yeah, That's pretty that sweet. was fucking cool. Yeah. Shout um, out to Dondre, man. Uh Criminals. Uh, they just released a new EP, didn't they? It's on Spotify. Yeah. Have yeah, you listened to it? It's finally I have listened it's to great. it. It's really good. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. Him and uh, the Don Rambo. The Don, yeah, you know how many times I fucked that up on that episode? Like, really? I, I didn't know how to always like, the, felt like an old lightweight, uh, old white lady. I was like, the Don? <laughs> 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 episode 26 of The Basement Dweller. Uh, with me back again, I got my, my boy Robert. Is it only 26? 26. Seven. Seven. I was going to say that. Fe- it feels 27, wrong yeah. It. it feels low. Shit. 27. See, I'm already fucking set up. Uh, we're not that <laughs> professional, man. Right, I'm sorry. Man, I'm looking out for you. <laughs> we are joined by Justin Kirshner. Awesome. Got it, right? Perfect. Very cool. Just like the Germans. Local <laughs> local Arizona comedian, Hell fellow yeah. uh, fellow bearded and uh, hatted man at my table. You know, just all around good guy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Beers, <laughs> and, beers and hats, that's a that's a smooth indicator of just a likable person uh, as far as I, I can. I can see why you think that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys kind of look like the dads that just kind of instantly mm-hmm. mesh together at the birthday party, you know? It's like you both kind of lock eyes. Hat, talking right? about all lawnmowers and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Looks He's got about the, the under armor on. It's not quite cargo shorts, but it's close. It's this, like, this is active sweatwear. It's you know? New Balance S. You never know when you need to get into a run. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like a fear that I have every day in my life is am I going to have to run? You should have, dude, you should have seen me try to move shit into this apartment. Shout out to Camacho 100% because he did all of the heavy lifting. Oh, I know the polar bear lifted everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude, I've never... Uh, no, my old apartment was up on stairs, but it's been a while since I've had to move shit upstairs. And the couch that we have is a pullout couch, which is just instantly like 6,000 pounds. Shit. And you and you mean you saw the stair mm-hmm. set, you know, so it's just like a nightmare. Moving, you really find out who your good friends are. Oh, yeah. And who... Oh, oh I do. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> You know how many start t- some shit on this podcast? <laughs> you know how many you know how many times he was like, "Yeah, Brad, I'm so ready to go. I'm Man, I'm totally okay, good." Okay, no. First of all, you were like, "Yeah, we're moving on Sunday, 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 Sunday." That's not what I said. And then you were like, "Saturday." That's not what I and said. And I was like, "Oh fuck! All right, yeah, I work every Saturday, and I've told you that." I'll post receipts for this episode mm-hmm. too because you that's can't post receipts oh. of verbal conversations. Uh, what do you mean? I have it all on text, bro. Yeah, the Sunday version. You don't have the Saturday version on text. That's. You were the guy with the truck too. That's why I wanted you to come too. Because uh, has a fucking truck. No, I got a U-Haul. I drove a U-Haul for the first time. I fuck that. I, yeah. I always scare myself. I'm, I'm gonna mm. crash into something. Hit an old lady. You do guys you... don't like driving big shit. Man, what, what, uh, what kind of car do you drive? A 2011 Chevy Malibu. So, oh, okay. Not trying to brag. All right, right. but no, you know, that's nice. That's pretty good. The front fender's kind of ripped it's off. It's no but... Toyota, but that's, <laughs> that's that bad good. boy's got me through this entire city. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I um. I just, I was so paranoid and like, um, again, shout out to Camacho because he was just like, he, he was talking to me de- like through the whole process. I'm surprised you didn't ask him to drive the U-Haul. I, I was, so I was more afraid of doing that because like multiple times in that contract, they specifically say like, you can drive and yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised how that's legal. What do you mean? Like that big of a thing. You Anything bigger, you need to have some sort of like class D mm-hmm. ship, but they're like, no. Nah. 
20 bucks for the day. Here's this giant fucking thing. Yeah. Do whatever you want with it. I actually yeah. found out also that you don't need a special license to like carry. Like if you have like a truck and then you have like this like 26 footer like just camper trailer. Oh, like, yeah. No, no, li- no special license needed. I mean, it's Phoenix. You don't need a license to conceal carry or anything. Which here. is fucking crazy. Yeah. I remember I, I had a friend in high school, like just to prove that point, like we'd hang out at his house. You had friends in high school? I did. More than you. No, it's not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. But he would uh, like legit. He's like, let's go check the mail. And he would just walk around with this fucking AR-15 in the neighborhood, predominantly white neighborhood. So, mm-hmm. you know, a little too safe. Is he you know a black saying? guy? No. Oh. No, he was like white as white can come. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Remember, it's Brian. It's Brian. Remember Brian? Oh. Yeah. He just had a baby. You know, it's nice. so funny. I see that you like, you've seen Congrats those videos before. Yeah. Congrats, baby Brian, of course. <laughs> Boy. Get into, but it's like, you see those people that like would go to Chipotle with an AR-15 just to mm-hmm. kind of prove a point. It's yeah. my favorite. And I'm like, I kind of compare, I think they're kind of the same as like that crazy chick that shaves her head and then goes into a McDonald's and yells at people because they're murderers because they're eating meat. It's right. like, nobody's on your side here. For like, sure. Yeah. And even if I somewhat agree, I'm like, what you're doing right now yeah. is ridiculous. I'm fucking uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. what, what one, has anybody in the history of, of veganism ever been like, you know, I, I was eating meat for years until uh, this, this blue-haired girl came into an In-N-Out burger and called me a pussy for eating meat. And then, you know what, I decided she's fright, you know? Yeah. Right. She's fucking you're right. You're talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you just put me down like you Mike's son of Mike a bitch. journey. You deserve that, though. My- That's on you. That's on you. <laughs> Have you ever done like have you ever done like keto or like Yes, I'm actually on it right now. Really? I initially did it a few years ago and I lost like I don't know, like sixty pounds. Oh wow. And then, you know, pandemic. Oh and, okay. Know. So so you weren't bigger and went smaller, you were smaller and went bigger. No, I, I was big, small, and I blew back up again and I'm trying to get back into, you know, Chris Hemsworth shape. I think but nice. I think you have height on your side though, which I'm is cool. That's six, I guess. That's I think six is like a threshold though where you can rock two twenty five comfortably. Mm-hmm. I'm at 245 and I'm 5'10 and I look like the fucking penguin from Batman, <laughs> you know, like I, I was actually, so, um, I, I just started streaming on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, last night I tried it, you know, and, um, you know, I, if you're watching your stream on another camera, it's delayed. So like, I would look at myself, come back into the room and I felt like, uh, like flats from SpongeBob. Where he's like super like slim and then he turns <laughs> and then his whole fucking stomach. I was like, oh, this fucking. 3D fuck plane presents itself. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny. Um, no, I've gotten consistently fatter since high school. Mm. I just. That's um, a struggle, man. Keto is this weird thing now. It was great for a while. Then people are like, nah, it's not cool. And then they're like, I guess it's cool again. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Fauci fucked all of us up, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it like a, it's like a, like a high fat thing, right? It's high like protein. No yeah. High protein, high fat, no carbs, right? No sugar. We're talking less than 24 grams a day, and it's fucking god-awful. Are you pretty... So you're pretty locked in it? You're pretty yeah, determined? Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I, is whiskey keto? It's not. Uh, it is, I'm I don't think it is. There's no calories or um, carbohydrates in whiskey, but it does convert to sugar in your blood, in your body. Oh, so yeah, that's, that's where, you know... Mm. Now, is it just the diet, or are you also working out, too? Oh, no. I had to start working out, too. Just now that it's kind of nice, I can actually go do some shit. Hiking at, like, 4 in the morning. Especially out in Joe Max in the 17, where I live yeah. out there. There's okay. all that beautiful hiking and stuff. You oh, that's gotta, cool. Got to deal with those bikers up up and down the mountain. I'm wanted going up the stairs to my apartment, dude. The the first real challenge after moving was definitely like we went grocery shopping, and on the way home I was like, oh, "Fuck, you got to carry I, these upstairs." <laughs> to carry the groceries upstairs, yeah. and of course we, we we had nothing for the kitchen because we came from a house that like uh, our roommate had everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like we had to buy everything, and then on top of that we had groceries. So it's like it's not a normal trip. Yeah. So I was just fucking dying, dude. Like this whole weekend I've just been like. Like, I feel like I couldn't fucking breathe. I feel like no matter how much weight I lose, I'm a fat man inside. In mm-hmm. my heart, I will always be that. Were, were you a big kid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
always a chubby kid. My dad told me flat out when I was a child. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll tell you the story. He so said, yeah. fat fuck. Nah, you know, and better. We, it was by my mom, so he was a little friendlier about it. He's a Jew from Queens, man. They don't. They just don't bite their tongue. Oh, so a gay Jew. No, he's pretty straight. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he had to to have me. Mm. Well, I guess no. Gay people have kids. Oh, that's a whole time. can of worms. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that later. Go yeah. on. <laughs> but every, I have a brother that's about a year younger than I am. Sure. So anytime we'd go out and play in the neighborhood, big Justin, make sure nobody would kidnap your brother. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I, I, I have the upper body strength of a freshwater salmon, man. I like, <laughs> what was I going to do if somebody came up in a van? But every day we'd walk Start out, he'd be like, flailing. I know. I had <laughs> Cheeto dust on my fingers half the time. I was going to rub it across his eyes, hope it's like a Hispanic pepper spray or something. <laughs> But he would go out and he kept saying that to me. And then one day I, I asked him, I was like, dad, are you not worried about me getting kidnapped? And he bends over. I swear to God, looks me right in my eyes in front of my mom, too. He goes, Justin, <laughs> they don't kidnap fat kids. <laughs> I feel like maybe your dad didn't know what he was talking about. You know, he's kind of right. Go look at the missing children in Phoenix. There's probably not a porker in the bunch. And if there is, he ain't getting found. Well, no. It's <laughs> pretty white kids. It's probably it. predominantly Mexican, but you could find a whole lot of gorditos <laughs> out, out, in the, out in the fucking Phoenix slums, dude. I bet a lot of those kids are they getting are, kidnapped? I bet. You have no statistics to back this up. No. <laughs> hey, Jamie, pull that cannibals. up. <laughs> pull up uh, Hispanic kid statistics of kidnapping in Arizona. Not um, only getting kidnapped, but getting eaten, apparently. <laughs> I was a, so I was like a super, I was like a really small kid. And then high school came around and then weed came around and then smoking and drinking came around. Uh, and so it's just, and then, you know, I was just like, you mean I can have whatever I want whenever I want mm-hmm. all the time forever? Yes. And then, uh. And then, like, you know, you got the subtle one I was that you were mentioning before that you were you were playing in bands. Uh-huh. And so was I. And um, then, you know, like your bandmates start being like, all right, you're kind of like the big one of the group. And that was back when I was like 180 pounds, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I was like, well, it's funny because when I was in playing in metal bands and stuff throughout high school and whatnot. See, I didn't smoke or anything until after my senior year of high school because really? I, I played football and I was always worried about getting sure. drug tested and shit like that. Turns right. out. They know yeah. they drug tested very. Uh, um, nobody can see me, but very specific people, for lack of a better word, because sure. they, they showed uh, they did a raise of hands at the mm-hmm. end. Like, who here has gotten drug tested in the four years? And everybody raised their hand. I was like, Yeah, you look like you're gonna get drug tested <laughs> as long as you don't look like it. Yeah, you know. So I didn't touch the stuff until, and literally the second I started, I started smoking. After that, I started smoking cigarettes, menthol cigarettes. Oh yeah, started drinking like. God damn. What is wrong with me? Harsh. Yeah. Yeah. I just went <laughs> off the fucking rails. I quit smoking after like. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How was your, uh, like, how were you a pretty adjusted, like, family home? Like, did you come from a pretty, like, so so um, suburbanite? He I, means I, well adjusted. <laughs> yeah. My, my you saying I'm rich? I come from money? Huh? Just, yeah. My know. grandfather's a Rothschild, okay? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. No, uh, I grew up in a kind of a lower middle class uh, home in North Phoenix. Uh, my uh, my dad and my mom had to get by for a while. They were pawning off shit. Mm. Um, my dad was an alcoholic, so he had a lot of anger issues too. So sure. he would he would blow up a lot. Mm. And like, there was a family dinners. I saw him just fucking smash a plate. There was oh shit. I had this uh, son's cup that I, I loved. It. it was my favorite cup. Mm-hmm. And one day he just grabbed it because he was mad at me. I did something just fucking broken on the ground. He took <sighs> he took a toy gun. I remember I had it was just this little like wooden toy gun, and we would start beating it on the island and stuff because he was so fucking upset about something wow. but he was one of those guys who he felt so bad after it mm-hmm. he'd come in my room and he'd be very like emotional like, oh, okay. talking about it so it was really weird they had my mom and dad had a, a pretty good relationship aside from that they they always seemed to get along i mean besides you know you see your parents fight yeah, shit all the time yeah. um then he died uh when i was 18 oh wow yeah, he had cancer oh bad, sorry so. man 
You know, I know. I just found out yesterday. And then you became a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you do? He smoked, you know, two packs of Marlboro Lights a day. He drank a, a 12 pack of blood. So he was kind of like, he was like old blood where he's like, I know I have cancer and I'm just going to kind of let it, it ride. And it pissed me off so much for years because it, when even when he was in hospice, he was dying. He's like, he still wanted to go back. And I was like, that, those cigarettes are a motherfucker, man. Yeah. I was like, even even you're sitting there crippled like to nothing. And yeah. it's just like, no, I still want another Marlboro Light. I think it takes a pretty ballsy attitude to just kind of come. And I actually just had this thing the other day. Um, I don't know about you. I, I don't. I used to think that like I really wasn't afraid of dying. Not that I want to die or anything like that. But I, I do you ever have like these overwhelming like thoughts out of nowhere where like your brain tries to comprehend like what nothing is, you know, like you can't comprehend. It's not like you just sit there in your casket like and think that you're dead. So it's like so your brain, it's almost like you get anxiety from thinking about what really goes on. Yeah. And I felt this existential dread and it ruined my whole day. To me, that's something you're never going to comprehend. It's something you just have to come to terms with. Right. And I feel like I felt I thought I did. But you never like, understand nothingness eternity. You're like, I mean, who the fuck knows what happens? Right. But it, that's what gives you that anxiety. And all of a sudden you start panicking, like oh, my mortality and stuff, you know, get another birthday and you're like, shit, what's going on? I just got my 31st birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. And, uh, it, I get to that point too. And I'm just like, well, what the, mm-hmm. the fuck am I doing? Not 10 years. I'm fucking 40. I know, dude. Maybe like, it's just me being 25, but I've never really thought about, uh, my mortality that no, way. No, I don't think about as, as much as I've thought about, uh, the infinite expanse of space in that way. That, that shit really fucks me up way more than mm. way more than what's going on in my own head. Where I'm like, it's sometimes I get stuck in my head thinking about how small the earth is and how like I have so much going on in my life and I'm so stressed. But if I, you know, you grand scheme everything, it's like, yeah, we're nothing. Nothing I'm doing is happening to anything else but me right now. And it's like the idea of infinity is such a scary concept. Right. That's what fucking like, me up. It yeah, doesn't it's end. Like, it's like so that. what? What are we in here? Right. And that's, that's what I was telling her. Like, I was just telling my, I was telling Allie, it's just like, yeah, kind of like that same thing where it's just like, you think that like, I, like at work, like, I'm like, I have so much shit going on today. Like I got to do this, 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 and this, but then like, I'll stop and think like what I'm doing right now on the scale of like the universe is so insignificant. And like, I watch like, and then I watch things that bum me out. Like I watch like, um, like what we are essentially assuming is going to happen when I guess for lack of a better term, time stops. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hu- even humanity, like, and I'm talking from... What the from, fuck does that even mean? <laughs> right? Time stops? <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like the I, end of the universe. And it's just like, we are here for less than like a trillionth of a percent of how long the universe will live for. Yeah. And it's like, there's still so much more going on. I mean, and yeah. our, we're primates. We're, right. Our only worry should be about fucking and finding food, right. I think. For, for how long? And then all of a sudden, now you're yeah. sitting at your computer desk I, at 12 hours. Well, that's why I've never, <laughs> I've never been the biggest proponent of, like, we have to fucking reverse, like, all these horrible things that are happening to our climate and shit. I mean, it'd be like, nice. No, I think, yeah, we should do what we can to slow it down. But I think, ultimately, we're just trying to avoid the inevitable where we are not fit to live on this earth anymore. All the humans are gone. I just remember toes. And <laughs> I just, like it becomes, it becomes a different thing. And like, yeah. like everyone's so worried about preserving shit for their children. And I'm like, yeah, look, I get it, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think anything that major is gonna happen in my lifetime. No, I well, that's what that's what our ancestors lifetime, thought, though. But that's what like that's like, what our, our past generations thought but too. You also can't plan for that, you know. So it's like, 
fuck? Well, when all yeah, when you have gas guzzling cars and all you're doing is eating, drinking, smoking steaks and fucking cigarettes and bourbon, and then yeah, but maybe that's where things were supposed to go. Are you saying that? But that's you America because wish- America doesn't do a good job with dealing with death, right? And that inevitable. And I mean, look what after. I mean, I talked to a you know a Mexican friend of mine from Mexico. And the, he oh, thinks he, shit. the Mexican from Mexico, the Mexican from Mexico. We call him the Mexican. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a Tarantino film. It is. <laughs> but I, you know, he, we were talking and we brought up the idea. We, we were driving past a senior living home sure. and he thinks the idea of having senior homes is abhorrent because in, you know, his family and everybody, his family, like, no, they all move in with you. You right. take, you take care of them mm-hmm. until they're gone. <laughs> Then they're like, you're going to spend what? $2,000 a month just so have somebody, so you don't have to see him anymore. Right, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm probably going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, we literally were watching that. Totally I agree like, with you, but I'm not going to listen. That's totally a Latino thing, though, because my one of my best friends, he had his grandmother living with him until she passed. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing when forever. COVID got so bad in Italy, because Italian households, every they all live with each other. Yeah. So you got, if one person goes to work and comes back with it, next thing you've got a whole generation of people who have yeah. COVID on top of each other. And that's why they got hit so badly mm-hmm. at first. Right. Now, they didn't show the numbers to Mexico, but <laughs> I'm assuming that might be the same case. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see the numbers. Nobody cared. Yeah. Do Mexicans not read English numbers? Were you, uh, it's first, the same numbers. Were you a first in line? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just say them differently, but they use the same one, two, three, four, and five. <laughs> were you uh, a first in liner for getting vaxxed? Were you trying to get that done as soon as possible? As soon as I could, yeah. Th- that, at, um, at ASAP? The, yeah, I wanted the microchip as soon as I can get it in me. Nice. But... Uh, at first, all the because it was such a rush for everybody to get it, that mm-hmm. there was no place close to me to go get a decent. I was like, sure. I don't want to go to fucking you know South Phoenix or something just to go or sit in the line to the Cardinal Stadium for two hours just to go get my. Uh, even right. though they would do that, right? But yeah, I wanted to get it. I was not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, it's a contentious thing. I don't yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's still even though like I was super for it and like whatever. I mean, it's still always a. And even when you're around like-minded people, it's always an eggshell kind of feeling. And uh, I. I. I mean, I will admit that I definitely did it to make my girlfriend feel better. Um, I just have one of those things where it's just like I never get sick. Um, so you didn't get COVID at all. No. During okay. So here's our theory: is that um. So and I'm sure you've heard this a lot, but. In January of 2020, I was probably the sickest I've been since I was in high school. Like I was like on my deathbed. Like I missed like almost two weeks of work. Oh, wow. Um, like I was just like I, I literally thought like that was the first time that I was like I might need to go to the hospital because like you know because I just I thought it was just like a flu or something. Like you just nurse it at home. So then, you know, um, I specifically remember being in my car. Um, I was listening to H3. And uh, they were starting to talk about, like, oh, like, there's some virus in China and all this stuff. And I remember that. And then it started getting worse and worse. Now people are talking about masks. I was like, I think, did I fucking have this? Like, I honestly thought I fucking had it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I think it was paranoia to how I felt. I was like, well, I don't want that to happen again if that's really what it was. So I did it. Mm -hmm. Um, But but mostly for me... um, do, I wanted to do my part, you know? I wasn't afraid. I wasn't like, uh, you know, I knew the necessity of, of doing it, but I wasn't like, okay, give me that first fucking shot. Away. And then that Johnson, and, my roommate got the Johnson and Johnson, and then the day after it got recalled. Yeah. And so he, so, and he, so he starts freaking out. Anytime he gets a little tight in the chest, he's like, oh, is, is, there, is that a blood clot or something? He's growing a third arm, <laughs> yeah, like, like out of his fucking chest. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> yeah. But Dave um, Chappelle had that joke on his new special. That's like the, the ghettoist of the vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> the one, the we went on this whole tangent, I, I, and I just remembered that I actually had a point because I asked you if you came from like more of a well-adjusted home because you mentioned when you smoked weed, 
you started smoking cigarettes and like going and 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 I can really relate with that because mm-hmm. that's exactly what fucking happened to me. Yeah. Is one time I was just hanging out with my friend at his house and he's like, "Hey, I've got this, you know, shitty fucking dirt reg weed that we're going to smoke out of an apple." Kids have no idea what it's like to smoke that shit weed. Oh yeah. It, is, it, it bothers me cuz you got to go now, yeah. You, you got to work your way up to that shit. No, dude, me and All my right. buddy in high school, we bought we, we used to buy an ounce for $60 and it was just this the good garbage. And and you <laughs> loved every second of it, okay? It was there was trash. there was, was so, soil in it. I know. <laughs> yeah, we were so fucking excited, dude. We had we had an ounce of just trash. Dude, the roots we of the plants like, dude, in there and shit. We were like, holy shit, that's so much fucking yeah. weed, dude. I, we have so many blunts to smoke now. But I remember specifically, like, I did that. And because I definitely came from a, just, like, a solid middle-class home. Like, my parents were divorced, um, but even both sides were pretty okay, you know? And, mm-hmm. I, and um, I mean, they were always there to, like, talk. So, like, I wasn't even, like, sneaking stuff around. Like, I remember coming home that day, and I was just, like, my mom, sweet as hell, she was just, like, Hey, how was like I got dinner ready? How was it? And I just like broke down. I was like, I smoke weed at Cody's house. Like I started crying, you know. But 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 here's the thing: is that like as soon as I did that, it's almost like because I was so like not cool, I guess. Like all the other stuff that really isn't the end of the world sounded cool to me. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't fuck around with like you know like the hard shit. But like as soon as like my friend were smoking cigarettes without hesitation, I was like, oh, can I have a cigarette? Can I have a beer? Like, yeah, you know? it's, just, it's that addi- something else. You just want that right. a little bit more. It, it, but it got a little worse for me after my dad passed away. He had all these, you know, I was dealing with all those emotions, and he had a shit ton of leftover pills from going mm. through chemo. Oh, you know, gotcha. You know, Xanax, uh, morphine pills, and shit like that. And right. I was going through those for a year, or the, the rest of that shit, and it got real bad. I almost threw up in my front yard of my mom's house and stuff like that. It was it was a real bad time with that. And then, you yeah. know, eventually you kind of you hope to deal with it. You know, I was doing ecstasy. And shit like that too. You know, were you one of those cool guys that did ecstasy just to do it? Like you weren't going anywhere, but you would just like do. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, Let's go ecstasy and go drive to Tempe Town Lake or yeah. shit. Awesome. Just, yeah, dude, that, those were the days. I definitely was That's there. Sick like, as hell. um, and then you know, I, I were you ever the 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 microdose guy, like the acid guy? No, I know I only did acid one time, and it was a low dose. So I really, I just kind of got more of a lighter visual trail and shit like that. Mushrooms was more me. Was more okay. along my uh, forte. Man, I did. I've done mushrooms twice. How first, do you like them? First time I did them, I ate an entire eighth by myself. Didn't feel a fucking thing. Didn't feel anything. Oh, shit. Yeah, straight up. I was really disappointed. <laughs> um, second time, I ate just like this fat fucking cap, like huge, giant fucking mushroom, dude. And I lost my mind for 10 hours. Like, So you say you did acid like once or twice, right? Yeah. I've done acid more times than I can count. I don't even... I don't even know how many mm-hmm. times I've been acid. It's my favorite thing in the world. Like acid, uh, coke when it's available, and fucking weed. Mm-hmm. It's the shit. Um, so I've done a shit ton of acid. So I took those mushrooms thinking, I'll be fine. I'm used to this. And uh, dude, I was just not. I I was I was doing dishes. I ate I ate the mushrooms and I was doing dishes. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling the person I was with, I was like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm feeling like kind of kind of whatever yeah i'm fine it's it's and this was after i had done mushrooms the first time and they did nothing so i was going in expecting nothing to happen Mm -hmm. again and it fucking floored me dude like i don't even that's surprising because from what i hear acid's the more vivid of the hallucinations and then shrooms are the more even if you do a lot it's more subtle at least for me i have never been so out of control while on hallucinogens <laughs> as the time that the mushrooms really took hold wow 
like I've like I said, I've done acid in in quantities where like I've taken five or six tabs at a time. How are you still here? And it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> me and my me and my old roommate, we used to do a ton of acid. Uh-huh. Uh, me and him, that's our favorite drug. So like doing that together, mm. we do a shit ton of acid. So we got used to it. But dude, yeah, that mushroom, like I don't, I don't even remember. I, I don't remember half of what I did. I, I remember specifically seeing a picture of Shaky Graves and saying, "That looks like Eminem with a beard and longer hair." <laughs> and the person I was with was like, "No, you're fucking wrong." And but for eight hours, yeah. that's what I was focused on was that guy. That bothered you enough? Yeah. To it, the way it, you're like, no, 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 no. We need to talk about yeah, this. This is an issue for me. It <laughs> fucked me up. Was just that picture of an mm-hmm. artist like on a Spotify page. I was, I've never been so out of control on any See, that's drug. so scary to me. Like, that's why I'm like, like when he, because I've never had, even when I've had friends straight up tell me, like, it was ecstasy. Like, I fucking talked with God and he talked back and, and I fucking. Can I, I have a little DP with my. Oh, yeah. In the fridge, buddy. You want to. Yeah. Um, and, but, but I was just like, dude, everything you're saying right now. I feel like I can't comprehend that, nor do I want to. Yeah. I have friends that are currently looking to do and, and like experience DMT. No, yeah, that's me. I would love to try DMT. Well, so is Christian. And and and, and that's the thing is like, I, and look, I'm a huge Joe Rogan dick writer, mm-hmm. and he will obviously tell you nonstop his whole experience with it. And, and my whole thing is like, that's great and all. I don't know if I'll ever come back. And I think that's like my biggest worry. It's just, only 15 minutes, man. You'll I, come back. But Crossing no, that threshold but, where you're yeah. like, I just, you don't see things the same again. Or, or, and that's why I haven't done, first of all, there, it's no, um, no secret that heroin is, must be Jake's amazing. favorite drug. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so, so it's like, and like that you was don't my, go through that shit yeah. without something being amazing. By the way, they have amazing balance. Right. A heroin addict. You ever seen one standing there hunched over? Yeah. And like, they're like, they're like halfway, like hung over. And oh yeah. I was like, I can barely touch my toes without almost falling over. I lived in LA for a whole year, dude, and I uh, read that Metro every single day. Oh I know exactly God. what you're talking That's about. Everything there. Yeah. I've been watching Sopranos, and one of the main characters is a major heroin addict, and he he's pulled some insane acrobatic acts. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what really fucked with me with with that was um, did you watch the Dirt, um, with the Motley, uh, Crew, the movie? Motley Crew movie? Yeah, with Machine Gun Kelly yeah. played. Yeah, yeah, and uh, who did uh, MGK play? Uh, he played Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Oh, fuck, you're yeah, right. Yeah, so Nikki Six, I mean, was a notoriously, like, just crazy heroin addict. And, like, even that movie, I'm like, I mean, maybe it's the fact that, like, you just have so much money, you don't know what to do with it. And, like, that's where a lot of drug addiction comes from. But, like, watching him do that, and I know it's a movie, but I'm like, I feel like that's not that far off from what he experienced. It's not, yeah, with that movie, it was barely, like, uh, like he died. It was barely yeah. exaggerated. Yeah. He literally died at a party, I turned just, blue at a fucking party from a heroin OD. It makes and, no sense. It's like, you, you, and, you know, I read a book about them back in the day and just the amount of drugs they did on a daily basis yeah. and shit. I, how do you just not, I don't want to do that. Right. Like, even that, if it was available, they're rock stars, of course. They're probably piles yeah. of cocaine and, right. and shit there. But even if that was there, I was like, guys, I've done cocaine for the past week and a half. I think I should take a break right. for at least, you know, two, three shows. But I think that was also like kind of like the thing back in the day, like from what, like, cause I for have, a, well, like I had a friend, well, so my uncle has a, has a friend who was like really into like, like, you know, like just like old, like, like glam rock and stuff like that. Like he was in like the glam bands like them. And he was just saying, it's like, it was just kind of like, it, like part of like the, 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 
like the click like the that's culture. what they that's that what, they, what did. they did yeah. you know like you know you always hear about like how ska bands are like out of nowhere like these dudes make nothing but happy music but they're all fucking meth heads or like yeah. you know what i mean they're doing heroin in a fucking abandoned building this comes from a dark place right <laughs> you know but it's just like that's what we did because yeah. it's like if i didn't do that like i'm not nikki six you know what i mean dude, and so that was like i read the guns and roses biography oh and that shit did they spent like weeks in a hotel room just doing black tar heroin and like not recording things and then they'd go in for one day in the studio record a fucking entire album right and it'd go fucking gold like i feel like shit when like i go on and i don't like they're not even benders they're like fucking like uh, there will just be days where i'm like okay like i've got the day off we have nothing to do i got half a bottle of whiskey and between noon and midnight i'm gonna finish it i give myself that much time my favorite scene in that movie, The Dirt, if you remember, um, is where it's Tommy Lee talking about the day in the life, like one 24-hour cycle of yeah. what they did. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, um, there's like the scene where it's like, he's like, uh, oh, we're going to Kansas City. He's like, no, man, we're going to whatever. He's like, oh, of course. How the fuck would you know? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, you don't know what's going on. He's like, we're on the plane. It's like me and me and Nick, you're doing zombie dust. Uh, Mick gets a bottle of vodka. I'm like, and this is every day. And he's like, I wake up. I'm fucking handcuffed to the bed. Because I blacked out the other night. I'm like, dude, I feel like shit after like seven beers now. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Vince Neil now? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, he looks like a fat he old looks lady. better when he was a drug addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the only person that revert. I don't, okay. I don't want to say what his problems may or may not be at this You've point. You've heard about his ultimatum with Nikki Six, right? No. Where they're, they, if he doesn't lose weight, um, they're firing him from Motley Crue. <laughs> Nick, ain't that a bitch? Yeah. I think you should oh do that for me God. on this podcast, dude. I think you should just give me Could like you a... imagine the '80s version of them coming back to them. Like, yeah, I was gonna get kicked out of the band because I was a little chubby. I was like, yeah. we, we were putting, <laughs> they were putting their dicks in burritos for Christ's sake, so right. their girlfriends wouldn't catch them. Right. I was like, why don't you just take a shower? I don't know why the burrito had to wait, come in. Yeah, wait, huh? Yeah, you didn't know that. No, yeah, in the, in the book, so in that biography, yeah. They, he, they would put their dick in the burrito so that way their girlfriends wouldn't smell the scent of pussy so on their dick. So it would smell dick. like beans? <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> why did your dick smell like a bean and cheese burrito? It was a long show, baby. Don't worry we about it, yeah. Don't worry back. about it, yeah. But I was like, when I heard that, I was like, there was probably five or six other ways I'd have gone about that before. I was like, I'll fuck a burrito and hope she right. never catches me. because I'll if you're caught burrito... Me, Sober, not, not suspicious. <laughs> if you're yeah, caught yeah. in that act, that's that's harder to come back from than actually being caught with an, another woman, right? Like, how do you explain a fucking a burrito? That was the other thing too. Like all the sex that they had in that movie, which and they had girlfriends. You know what I mean? Like that that, that scene where Nikki just fucks Tommy's girlfriend. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I feel bad for even looking at some glorious butt cheeks that aren't fucking my <laughs> girlfriend. I don't like, even think I have the sexual charisma to pull off half the stuff that these guys did. Even if I was in that band, oh man, like that. couldn't be me. I. I'd be slaying Poon 25-8. <laughs> Are you, uh, you single right now? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm a single man hitting the streets. How long have you been single? Ooh, pre-pandemic. So, ladies, hit up Justin Kirshner. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin underscore Kirshner on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there, baby. <laughs> Don't pop your load yet. Uh, okay. Oh, pop it, pop it a little. Oh. Hey, man, so far, I mean. Little pre-plug. Hey. It's weird. I'm sorry. No, 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 please, please. It's funny because over the, ad- so I've been doing comedy since. Uh, That's what I wanted to talk about next. About, since about May. Of this year. And, yeah, May of this year. And things have actually been progressing fairly quickly for me. Okay. And it's, it's, it's actually very nice, but it can be overwhelming at times because sure. I'm definitely not ready for a lot. Like when I did the ten, I got put on the 10 p.m. prop. Bobby, Bobby put me on the show. It, the show went fantastic. Can I just say one thing real quick? Yeah. I will always say, always and forever, my biggest achievement in comedy um, was the fact that I got to play the boiler room at the comedy store. No shit. Uh, I mean, but it was a raffle and uh, it was like luck of the, the drop, kind of one of those things. 
Um, really just cut off the guests to flex like no, that? No, no, because here's what I'm getting get to. It, you're here's a funnier comic to. than I am. I'm going to go. <laughs> I've been doing comedy. I was doing comedy from essentially 2016, at the end of 2016, to 2020. Um, I I like Bobby, and I honestly would love to have him on the podcast, for sure, always and forever. He never gave like the Tempe Improv to me and stuff like that. So that's my own can of worms. So the fact that you've been doing it since this year and you're there, that's really awesome, dude. Well, he was running a mic at Toso's, a bar. In oh, North we're that, familiar. You know yeah. that dive ass Yeah, bar. he would come see all my shows. Uh, yeah. Many drunk nights there. I've been there. But when I started doing comedy, that was one of my first spots. Thursdays, he did. He had the open mics. And then Fridays, he'd do a show where he'd put them on. Yeah. Now, after a while, me and him kind of you know, got friendly. And he's, he's like, if you want to come to the Friday shows, I'll put you on. I'll give you five minutes and mm-hmm. stuff. So for four months straight, Every Thursday and Friday, I was there doing the shows. He put me on the Toso shows and stuff like this. And I was so I was honestly surprised he was going to put me on the 10 p.m. I had no idea. Yeah. Because it, it is a ticket. It's a bringer show. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I hear a lot of mixed things from comics about that. Yeah. Bringer shows. I, I don't know what the stigma is, really. Comics don't, comics don't like the fact that they have to sell tickets. In this state, obviously. I have an opinion about Bringer that. Shows are shows where the comic has to sell their own tickets, right? Yeah. And so you're also okay. familiar with that because you were also in bands in mm-hmm. high school, so you know all about. Ugh. And we won't maybe mention some names, but I'm sure notoriously as a fucking meme, uh, there are a lot of promoters in Arizona that are very f- mm-hmm. notorious for fucking them over. But yeah, so remember when I would say, "Hey, I've got tickets." Yeah. So, and in my opinion on this, or my opinion is this: is a, I've noticed that a lot of like newer comedians for some weird reason are not a fan of telling friends and family that I like, Hey, I do comedy. I was always under the impression that like, that's who, who you wanted to come personally, because I mean, I thought I was funny, but like maybe they would throw me some slack. You know what I mean? At least I'd like to know that a third of the audience, sometimes more. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Do you remember back in 28? So, so Bobby had a bringer show and um, I was still, (laughs) I was still in California, but I was visiting and I wanted to do a show while I was here. So Bobby sent me some tickets and he said, you know, you know how it goes. Um, so the, the audience, it was a Thursday night. You got 10 minutes. Um, it was literally like six strangers and like 14 of my friends from high school. Like I ended That's up like selling shows, all yeah. of my tickets. And like, so I was like, I brought that show. So he let me go on for like 15 mm-hmm. Um, but I always, I, I, like, I never understood why people were so like, I got to sell my own tickets. Like, well, he's the only one that gives you money for it. Right. And that too. And I would make money from mm-hmm. it, you know, definitely. And he's a great promoter. And I wasn't expecting it when I go there and he was like, yeah, you brought five people. Here's, here's 30 bucks. Mm. And I'm like, damn, I, really? I, I thought it was, cool it was an open so. mic. I, I was expecting, cause all these open mics, you don't, I right. don't expect shit. I don't expect to be paid for another right. eight to 10 years right. <laughs> of doing comedy or any real sense. Right. But I was very grateful for the fact, and, and I'm sure you can get Bobby on here. You just message him. He's always, oh, I'm sure DJ Mel. Well, I've thought about doing it again. I just got so much. I got, you know, like um, I've just got so much shit in my life. I would like to kind of stretch my legs again because I had a lot of fun um, doing it. Um, Let me know when you want to come out. I'll I'll point you in the right direction of some good mics when you got a free night. You know who I've been trying to get it done with? Hmm. This fucking guy. I've been telling him for years. (laughs) For years. You a comedian? He is a comedian. I'm not that funny, bro. Very Um, Sam Kinison. He's very wild, uh, child. Yeah, wild. Yeah, very. Uh, he's very he uh, wild. Like a card. Sam Kinison. <laughs> oh no, he'll get there. Get him. Wow. <laughs> he'll call his ex girlfriend on stage. Sam Kinison did not have an avocado hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you that he had cocaine under that hat. So I gotta ask then. So you, so you're, uh, so you're brand new then. Um, so you know, this is such a stereotypical, but like, what, what started the the fondness? Like, what made you go on your first open mic? Uh, to be honest with you, it was a point where I was pretty like. Uh, I didn't know what to do with my life. 
Sure. So, and I, I, I've always wanted to be a stand-up comic. I grew up as a kid watching stand-up comedy, Kings of Comedy. My mom gave me old uh, Eddie Murphy and Robin Williams albums and stuff, even though the Eddie Murphy stuff was not right. cool for oh, 2021. Yeah. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more whiskeys and yeah, we'll yeah, go down yeah, that we'll road. Get into that, 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 even the titles of it. I mean, The it was, newer Robin Williams specials were very funny. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I remember, what was it, the... Um, Blue Collar Comedy Tour, all that shit when I was a kid. I mean, all that, and then Premium Blends on Comedy Central. So I, I always know, I, and I used to do stand-up in front of my friends yeah. and stuff. It was other people's stuff because I didn't know how to write a fucking yeah, yeah, joke yeah. or anything. So even so, my sophomore year of uh, high school in my English class, we had to, the, like the first week, they had to do one of those projects where you had to get up and talk about yourself, that bullshit or whatever. So I didn't want to go up and just like, yeah, you know, I like to play sports. I like to do whatever. So... I went up, I brought my acoustic guitar, and I did Zach Galifianakis's Live at the Purple Onion. Awesome. I did a few jokes like that, and nice. it killed. Yeah. I fucking killed. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, I was like, okay, this is this is something I want to do. Right. I went to school for audio engineering at the conservatory, and so I uh, I worked in a studio for a bit, uh, and then I needed to get, I needed money. So my buddy ended up hooking me up with a good job in a medical claims company, and like, and this was like, what, 2021? And I worked there for nine years. I just got let go like two months ago. Hey, Mazel oh, Tov, wow. dude. Yeah, yeah, fuck a day job. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to find another day job soon enough, but it, it's it's nice. It, it was nice. I got a severance package, so I didn't have to worry about, I, you know, I had some money saved, so I wasn't oh, cool. hurting like where I was, right. you know, I had to get the first thing that came, right. but. Well, so. I appreciate the fact that, um, you know, one thing that I always hear is like, um, people who are not that successful now will always say like, I quit my job. I sold everything I had. I did all, and it's just like um, I think maybe you showed me, but like I think uh, uh, critical, like did this whole like thing about it where he's just like you don't need to sell your life away to do your passion, you know, like you said, and like me too. It's like I've got a steady daytime job, like you know these people who are just like I moved to L.A. with this can-do attitude. And, you know, stuff like that. It's If I have to hear The Rock story one more time, right. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, okay, we get it. You sh- First of all, you should not come anywhere with just $7. You I could won't. scrounge up a couple more bucks, all right? <laughs> Crush some cans. I don't know. Literally I, find change on the floor. He said like, that. <laughs> I came with $7 in my pocket. I'm like, if you waited another couple weeks, you could have made that 14 Right. You could have been The Rock times two I had know. you just been a little smarter. <laughs> and then it gives it, but it sometimes gives these delusions to people to where they can think they can come out with nothing and go up like, yeah, it worked out well for The Rock. But yeah. for every one rock, there's somebody living in a tent on, you know. <laughs> right. No, for sure. No, I mean, I mean, you're absolutely right. And it's like people have these delusions of grandeur where it's just, you know, we're not haters. We're trying to be your friend and explain to you that, you know, like you just said, there's a rock and then there's 4.5 billion people mm-hmm. on the planet. Oh, I'm a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Burnham makes a great point. He's like, um, he, he in one of his specials he, he was talking about, he's like, he hates it when people's like, it's all hard work and dedication. He's like, no, it's not. Sometimes you do that and it doesn't happen. I got extremely lucky. Mm-hmm. Right. Hard work and dedication pushes you closer to that luck. Yeah. But that's not, I mean, you know, there's a single mother out there working four jobs, busting her ass. Right. I wouldn't say Bo Burnham got so much. Le- I'm not a huge Bo Burnham fan, but that man's clearly talented at playing the piano and coming oh, yeah. up with songs. So, like, I wouldn't give him just luck. No, no, no. He, oh, no. And I'm not trying to take any. This is from him, but there is an aspect of luck to it being at the right place at the right time. Yeah, you know, for it's, sure. It's showing up to that opportunity that would get right. you there. Right. But it's like somebody, it's it's not always as easy as just work hard and you'll eventually get there. Right. Because oh, that's yeah, not, I mean, sure. I mean, yeah. and people who say, like, oh, I did all this stuff, you really didn't. 
I mean, that's you, why you, we're almost thirty episodes in with only fucking sixty nine subscribers. It's because life gets in the way, and I do. Well, no, I well, mean, you're but, expecting uh, your hundred million dollar Spotify check. <laughs> well, and, the, and like, I literally, like I told, like I told my girlfriend, Jake I said, hired me on. I expected to quit my day job <laughs> shortly. Yeah. Oh no, I you're said I episodes I, away from that. Stay I safe. have, I have no, I have no real intention of this. I would love it to be my day job. Um, but I don't have any real intentions. I literally bought this because I've always wanted to do this. And if it's a hobby, it's a fucking hobby. And that's what I'm telling people is that like, it doesn't need to be a make or break. Mm-mm. I mean, with you, I mean, this is the first time we've actually ever met and yeah. I think you're a very cool dude. And oh, I'm sure you're you. really, I'm sure you're really mm-hmm. funny. Um, I just don't, I feel really bad when people say like, I don't know what I'm going to do if this doesn't work out. Cause I'm telling them like, it's probably not going to work out, but mm-hmm. like you think it's going You'll to figure it out. Nothing you ever do will work. out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's just going to be shit. And I, I even know this. I have no delusions of grandeur. What the road to being a, a, com- a you know, comedian is like, it is not an easy thing. Yeah. I mean, it is years of hard. I mean, I, obviously even my first year, it's been some rough nights, Tempe tavern talking to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do you get a gauge for your comedy when the comics, are, you know, and it, it, when you, it's the same thing with open mics, it's hard sometimes to get a gauge yeah. for your comedy because open mics, I mean, comics are kind of jaded sometimes. It's a lot harder to make them laugh and that's yeah. the first big thing I noticed playing mm-hmm. for a crowd compared to like an oh, open yeah. mic is like the, the reaction of everything. And that's the thing that fucked with me really hard too is that I don't remember the website but there actually, and I don't know if there's one for Arizona, maybe you know, but there was one for LA specifically where um, you could, po- if you were hosting an open mic, you could post it on this website you know what I'm ta- yeah, phoenixopenmics.com, I believe. Okay, it, yeah. It, so it shows it, every day of the week which um, who hosts it, what mm-hmm. time they, what time the list goes up. Yeah. So I believe that's the name of it. I'll double check before the end. So every, so every, you know, every day, you know, I would meet some friends out there, and they're like, "Okay, what time do you get off work? Five o'clock at five thirty. I want you on the north on the North Hollywood Light Rail, and we're gonna go downtown. We're gonna bomb at fucking comedy or at open mics because, like you just said, they're all other comedians, yeah. and no one at that at that in that audience wants you to succeed because they're not gonna I want, give you any sort of, of warm reception. Of course, yeah. which, it blows my mind to see that. Yeah. I was like, there, it's not like there's only one comic that could be a, allowed to go up in, in in a state at a time. Right. Mm. I was like, you have nothing to gain from not from being salty or not being supportive yeah. of your other comics because when when that gets elevated, you get elevated. And like I said, and you, like you said, Rogan and some of the other people, I I get excited when I it makes me want to write. Yeah. I was like, God, that's a fucking good bit. Why didn't I think of that? And I'm like, all right, well, when I get home tonight, I'm right. gonna spend the next hour and a half or so trying to. Figure that out. I'm sorry. Can I bring something up real quick? What's this up, has buddy? nothing to do with anything. It's something that I've been... It was in my head today at work. I like to... Mm. I'm really crude. Sorry, you don't know me that well, but... Uh, <laughs> don't swear in front of me, please. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm a stud. My, uh, <laughs> oh, you got the soundboard, too. My sense it. of humor is is not for everybody, but I was running over a little bit in my head at work today, and uh, it's a it's a gay loaf of bread. It's called a faggette. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Yeah, and no, I really, I really can't really you see this guy I, having two Netflix specials? Like, come on, I like bro. you guys so much more right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's that's funny. Good thing, but you're not but, on but Netflix, see, but yeah. this is what I tell them all the time. I said that is all it takes, dude. Is literally like I have so many people who will just, and I'm sure you have the exact same thing. If you go to a family gathering or some friends will pull you aside and be like. Dude, I thought the I thought of the funniest thing today. You're not like it's like okay. Why don't you go talk about it? Or they'll be like, oh, I have a joke for you. Why don't you go say it? You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like I tell because all people all the time are like, oh no no no. You know what it was? So this was another question I wanted to ask is so growing up, did you ever have a fear of like stage fright or personal speaking? 
or no i was an i i did stage performing too in, in elementary school yeah. and stuff i was always were you uh, like a theater kid growing up n- uh not it, mostly in elementary school until i discovered pussy and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. theater but theater women are very are very uh, those theater uh, kids those, give up the pussy mm-hmm. like oh they'll let you finger yeah. them for oh, sure yeah, first day those nerdy chicks with big tits 100 percent oh, <laughs> but like in, in elementary school i would do like i was in um annie fiddler on the roof the music man fuck yeah those type dude. of things and stuff, were so. you annie yeah, my fat ass was Annie. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I mean, you got, you're almost no. ginger, right? No, so, so no. Yeah, it's, it's just this. My hair is brown, by the way. I'm serious. Like, it just cuts off here. He's going to fuck you up, Robert. I swear to God, one more glass of whiskey and it's done. <laughs> no. Um, so, Annie, here's my progression. This is my IMDB of my my, my sure, theater okay. career. Yeah, Annie, no I was just a background yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. Music Man, I was just a guy that was in. I had one line. It was uh, two people were arguing. One guy said it was a horse, and I yelled, it was a mule, I tell you. And that was the extent of my line. And then in Music Man, I played the mayor. That was my breakout role. Okay. And I studied for that. I bought the movie. Well, my mom bought the movie. What about Fiddler on the Roof? What were you in that? Oh, I was background in that, too. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. They didn't know my Jewishness, and then I should have been the main actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was always pissed. There was always this kid named Patrick that would get the lead roles. The uh, fucking the Patrick. Director, I swear to God, I, I hope what he didn't graduate high name? school. Oh, Han- him right now. oh, Hannigan <laughs> or <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> Patrick Fucknuts. That's what I call. <laughs> well, I only ask because like my entire life. So I have. Um, I was an only child till I was ten. Um, so and when my parents divorced, I was at a very young age. So I had two families, and I just loved to entertain. I was always, you know, like you said, like you would do bits that were other people's bits. I mean, I was just, you know, quoting movies and uh, you yeah. know doing stuff at parties because it made people laugh. And you know, I was like, I never had an issue with that. You know, I always feel more comfortable up there. Yeah, me too. I could talk about, I could be more honest, like on stage about my personal life than I feel like I can with sitting with my friends talking. I feel to like I'm gonna throw up until I get on the stage. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm when you're waiting for your name to be called, that's when you're like like panicking. It's so funny, yeah. No, no. I was uh, oh no, yeah. Ads. So, but but like one day, not, not, we did a, and I was telling him because you know Robert is one of you know he's one of my best buddies, but he's also one of my he was one of my biggest supporters when I was doing comedy. Um, we did a 4:20 show at Tosos, um, and I was already late. So the, and I I suffer from just tremendous anxiety. Like I am a very punctual person. Like I need to be there. Um, when I'm supposed to be, and we were late, and I was like, okay, we finally get there. I sold my tickets. I said hi to everybody. I got my drink. Okay, and I don't, I don't even go into that room until I at least have a drink because I need something. <laughs> I'm like Liza Minnelli, dude. Yeah. I, I need to sing tonight. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, it really was though. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I would get fucking hammered. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I had to. Um, but then I open that that curtain that they have there. It is the first time I've ever seen a packed house at Tosos. I instantly went to the bathroom and threw up. Instantly. Damn, and like, really? Yeah, instantly. Like, I looked in there, and I said, I'll see you guys in there. I went to go throw up. Mm-hmm. Called my name. It's like I've been doing this for 25 years, dude. And I probably did one of the best sets that I've ever done in my life. And that's, right. that's just... your own cock. I mean, I'm just saying. That's like that's definitely like you my You know what that process. is? And it's the same thing I, I, I got when I was playing in music. Because for, for that five minutes, for that set, whatever you do, yeah. I think about nothing but that. You're not in your head about what else is going on in your life. You were like, what's, especially with music. I was only worried about from one song to the next song. That None of my personal issues worried me for at least that 20-minute set that I was doing it. Same thing with comedy, because I'm just focused on what's my next bit going to be, what's my next bit going to be. I, and it's, I don't know if you've ever got this. I don't get nervous about going on stage, because clearly I've, I've been on stage. I get nervous about right. it going well. Yeah. That's my only thing. I was like, shit, I hope this goes well. I have friends coming, stuff like that. Oh, shit, my mom's coming to one of these shows. You're like, yeah. I got to cut out that bit about where I talk shit about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. See, if I were to go on stage, I would for sure talk shit about my mother if she showed up. Oh, like, I did. Like, oh, no, I, I, I got past that. Trust yeah, me. yeah, I did. 
I did for sure. Because so, that's that was her biggest fear uh, when my mom like I told her like mm-hmm. maybe I wanted to do that. She was like, "Oh, you're gonna have bits about me." You're like fucking. That was yeah, one of the first things I ever did. That was one of the first things I ever did. You're a big part of my life, mom. Yeah. For twenty up. plus years, yeah. I'm going to have gripes about you. I told my mom specifically because every mom says that you know that so that she's like, "Oh my god, I hope you're not up there." Saying, you know, and I remember I specifically looked her in the eyes and I said, I Mom, am. I'm going to get an HBO special for my disdain for how much you fucked me up as a child. <laughs> and she laughs and she's like, oh, OK. As soon as I go up on stage, I'm like, my fucking mom, man. Like, like, oh, <laughs> shit, he was he wasn't kidding. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, so um, my mom, it, it, she's one of the coolest people ever. You know, I, I became so much closer to like after my dad died. And, you know, she told me so many sure. crazy stories about her drug usage and in, in, in her youth. I mean, doing, oh, yeah, doing cocaine, going to a, a Genesis concert with her, uh, yeah. her first husband and stuff like that. And I mean, they were smoking pot up until I was probably 12 or 13. Mm hmm. I didn't even know they'd be you know, going to the garage wait till we go to bed sure. or something like that. So, and she's always been the biggest supporter and she's not one to shy. She's you know, old Southern girl. She's not one to shy away from shit. So even when I said that crude shit about her, I, I didn't say anything bad. The only joke I made was, was when I was having a conversation with my mom about, I said, she asked me what I was doing during the weekend. And I said, I was just going out meeting with some friends. It's their birthday. We're gonna have some drinks and hang out. She's like, Oh, that sounds like fun. Just remember don't drink and jive. And I say, Hey mom, how about you don't, how about you mind your fucking business? How about that? <laughs> I'm probably going to drink and drive, okay? <laughs> right. All right. That's basically it. Just mind your business, yeah. all right? No, I feel that. It's the same thing like uh, when I, when parents ask questions that they already know the answer to. It's like, why, why are you asking this question? You like, know, you know, you know I know you know what I'm say. doing. Yeah. You know what I'm about to say, and you're already pre-disappointed, so just hold that feeling. We're not going to talk. <laughs> it never bothered her that I smoked weed in my 20s when I was living there before I moved out. Me and my friends would smoke weed in our garage. I remember one time she bought us pizza and stuff. And then, my, you know, my brother just comes in. Hey, mom, bought us pizza. And we're all stoned as shit in the garage. We're like, this is wonderful. Right. <laughs> like, this is, right. So I don't worry about her in a sense. I, I know she's not going to take it badly in any sense. I still don't want to say it in front of her. She's my mom. <laughs> she's my fucking mom. Oh, I mean, for sure. I mean, yeah. I know for a fact my mom listens to every single episode that we do. And she? Oh, how sweet mm-hmm. is that's, that's sweet. Oh, she's my number one yeah. fan. Yeah. However, it going, however, it does come with disdain because she will text me and be like, uh, why did you this say is, that? Shout this out to moms is all across the world. <laughs> Come Coming at Kim right now. How's it going? <laughs> you ever thought about getting your mom on the podcast? Oh, um, yeah. That would be an interesting conversation. Yeah. A, few of these, um, a few whiskeys in there. Hey, but, Kim. There's a lot of reasons as How to why. How about you hop on the podcast? We've actually thought about. Come on, next. We've episode. actually thought about having both of our moms on at the same time. Mm. Thought that'd be pretty funny because we do. Because like you said, look, everyone here can agree that like, of course, I love my fucking mom. I die for my mom. She's one of my favorite mm-hmm. people of if all time. If your mom's on the podcast, my mom can't be on the podcast. Why? Come on, man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. What, did they I have, have sex a, or something I, back I, in the eighties. I have a. He has two hot moms. You. Know, I have beautiful mothers. He has. How do you have two of them? Uh, divorce. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so my dad just uh, di- they got divorced, and then he met another beautiful lady, and my life has been hell ever Your dad's since. A player, then. huh? You can well, get yeah. it. Huh? Three yes. times married. Yeah, he's been uh, a <laughs> good at getting them, not good at keeping them. <laughs> not, good, not good at keeping them. Apparently, you guys mind if we take a super quick break? Absolutely. Cool. And now more. Of the basement dweller. All right, we're fucking back with Justin. Destroy your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. And uh, wow, you did you did you handpick uh, that for our Jew guest? I did. As soon no, as he said, as soon as he said, I was like, <gasps> yeah, so excited. If anybody else said that, I'd be upset. But since it was, <laughs> I know, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. I same team, no, same no, no. team. <laughs> also, who doesn't love Joe Pesci, dude? I mean, come on, bro. 
I was so happy he came back for the Irishman, but Irishman. <sighs> how fucking great! Irishman sucked balls. What the but, fuck? But okay, okay. No, no, no. Pesci's performance was gold. The movie as a whole was lackluster. Well, first off, it, why didn't you just? I don't get this. Like the the the, the de aging of Robert De Niro. Yeah, he looks so bad. It was like he looked. Yeah. He looks like a year younger. <laughs> and he's oh, well, supposed to portray no, like dude, 20 years like, prior. He looked like the fucking conductor of the Polar Express. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was just not a, it was just like, this is too much, It was man. really it's, uncanny and scary. Yeah. I liked the movie. I thought it was a good movie. But I also have a soft spot. I love like gangster movies. That's like one I of my favorite. Not movies. too man. Not my favorite Scorsese movie, but no. I think it was. No, it's because it okay. it's it's not fucking Casino or goddamn. Oh, by Goodfellas. the way, hey, hey Scorsese, make a different movie. Uh, no, you know, just make another movie. No, you know, any other that. subject besides no. a gangster in make, a big city. Make Taxi Driver Two. <laughs> I guarantee you, if it comes out, it's going to be shit. Yeah. Okay. I guarantee you know, it. I hate to be that guy, but I definitely watched that movie only because people were doing the comparison to the new Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. I hadn't seen it until recently. That's funny because it's not the Scorsese movie it's based on. I well, no, but like everyone was just saying, like, okay, you guys are. Like, like like the comparisons where it's just like a dude down on his luck and then he just fucking hates society. And so I then I went back and watched Taxi. It's the original Joker. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Ah. Like, I could definitely see, like, the... You know, Joker's literally a rehash of an old Scorsese movie, right? No. Yeah, it's called it's called King of Comedy. Um, Hasn't the Joker been around longer than Scorsese's been making movies? Right, but this specific... <laughs> Batman and Joker have been around since like the, like the 30s and stuff. This specific Joker movie yeah. was a rehash of a 70s Scorsese movie starring Robert De Niro. That's why De Niro was the was the TV personality in Joker. Oh. He, he played Joaquin Phoenix's character in a movie called King of Comedy. That was literally the same fucking premise. Was like mm. a failed comedian who got his shit on TV to get made fun of, mm-hmm. and he like kidnapped a fucking TV personality. So was that a callback in the movie to that? When yeah, they did that scene. That's with why him? De Niro was that character because he was playing the character that he yeah. had previously kidnapped in his version of this movie. Okay, like, but we can't deny that I personally, I mean, maybe you guys don't agree, but I thought that movie was awesome. I loved the Joker. Oh, that movie was amazing. I did. I Joker and there's two shows. Joker and Rick and Morty are two types where I love the show but I hate the people who like it. Yeah, dude. Uh, just, uh, Joker, dude, dude, Rick and Morty This and dude Sublime. is the perfect fucking guy. Look, here's the thing. Robert Ooh, Robert I was saying Sublime. Robert is a guy that if it's if it's uniquely popular, Robert's not a fan of. So now, you didn't watch Squid Game, did you? Um, Actually, I'm in the process right now. Good show. It, well, those yeah, Koreans it's, are it's, fucked it's up. It's those kinds of things. <laughs> like I like to make, I like to form my own opinions. I do feel like straight out the gate it's been oversaturated and like you kind of feel like you should just go into it already loving it. Yeah, no, I should have asked I'm not this before. Are, do that. Are, are you a hipster? Was that he a will say no, <laughs> probably. But he probably. absolutely. Is. I feel yeah. like I fit that definition to a T. It's like if that's so, but mainstream. I deny it. So, I deny it wholeheartedly. I will describe <laughs> Robert for you. I will Fair not enough. give him the pleasure. Robert is definitely somebody that um, has a lot of. He would be a shitty dad in the way that it's just like if my if, if his kid likes cool something dad. universally. He would give his child trauma. Robert is kind of stuck in like 1992. Uh, you son of where a bitch. like he, and I wasn't even born then. He wasn't a big. He's not a big fan of anything that's new. Like Robert will still play old boomer shooters like original Doom, 
Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. Ultra Kill, Quake, stuff like, Quake, some of those. Big Quake, Quake thing. just got the fucking remastered, I baby. Was, I was huge into Unreal Tournament. Oh, when I was, yeah, I <laughs> the Quake remaster, baby, Night Dive Studios. <laughs> but, one of my, but one of my favorite things, the only reason I have a Twitter, honestly, uh, the only reason is because I love waking up in the morning. It's a like Christmas morning. The first thing that comes on my feed is him and... Um, a universally liked thing, he will retweet it and say, this is probably going to fucking suck. And if you like it, you're a fucking stupid <laughs> cunt. Like that's so it's not li- just I don't like it. If you like it, you're a shit right, human being. Right, right. No, Robert <laughs> understands that you're allowed to have your own opinions, but if you have those opinions, you're fucking wrong, and you need to go to retard school. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like my opinions exclusively are objectively correct. Are you a fucking and retard I, or what? I can't. I can't explain why or explain why you're wrong. I just have... Robert refuses to elaborate. I need to let you know that fuck off and I'm correct. Mm. And it's... I would love to have an argument with you about something. Oh, he'll he'll do it. Yeah, he'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm telling you right now, the fact that I'm I'm even already fantasizing about waking up and seeing a thread that's 65 threads long of you two, uh, I'm already getting soft hard right uh, now. Like I I I would dig into it. Wait, you want to talk about post about the Squid Game? Well, we'll start from there. <laughs> I, see, I don't know shit about Squid Game yet because I'm only episode, I'm only on episode two. I just finished them um, doing Red Light Green Light. I thought it was a great show. Fantastic. I I really liked um, the, first the episode. ending wasn't my biggest, like um, wasn't my favorite. Uh, I I'm not gonna talk about it because he hasn't seen it. Well, no, Robert, yeah, right, Robert so, doesn't. Yeah, let me throw a little disclaimer out here. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Robert oh, doesn't okay. care. Yeah, so you don't and for also your, the it, millions it, of viewers it's, listening. It's been long enough. <laughs> if you have, yeah, if you haven't, it's like saying I never seen Lord okay. of the Rings. Like fucking, I, I don't it was, care about spoilers because I have to experience it myself. So okay, so the, the big twist at the end it was uh, that old man, the number one, and it yeah. is the guy that's running the whole thing. Bastard. Yeah. So that reveal was kind of like I'm like, oh, yeah. Is that really the whole? Right, uh, so that's why he's he's all happy go lucky throughout. Well, if you notice, he's... and you'll notice if you continue to watch it, he essentially has like an insight on all of these games. Yeah, except like, but he pretends like he doesn't. So In the first the... game, the red light, green light, he's smiling. Yeah, he's while he's a good running, time. he's, he's yeah. enjoying this. But if you also notice, he's doing it like I watched this whole video, like he's legitimately doing it um, with Strat. Well, like, the one like if you like, like okay, like 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 okay, when you do red light, green light, your body naturally just kind of like like kind of jiggles a little bit, you know, if you look at how he's walking, like he's at a wide stance and he's like kind of like doing this, yeah, you know, he's got a solid base. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's so not moving. Yeah. So, or, or, you know, like when they do like the, like he's, he saved their lives in the tug of war. And I'm not even the whole marble game. Fuck. It was in his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Remember he was walking through saying how much he remember. Oh, this was the house me and my wife grew up in. And this was where we raised our kids. Wait, he, f- I'm sorry. His wife was his sister. No. Who said that? You said it was the house me and my wife grew up in. I mean, well, I'm sorry. I I said it wrong. (laughs) Disclaimer, he's not fucking his sister in in the show, okay? What is a rock? (laughs) This is a completely separate human being. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I misspoke. He raised the kids there with their family and stuff. I was like, I I thought that was weird. I was like, what a coincidence. The one neighborhood that one of these guys was in. And it makes all sense. But I thought that twisted the end. I was like... Well, you know what pissed me off the so most? Did, hold on, did it leave it open for a season two? Yes, is that? Oh, wow. oh, oh definitely. 100%. Yeah. You know what I? Okay. I you know I explain it. I kind of compare it to. It's like you know when a, a celebrity nude leaks, like of a chick that you're like you were really into, and you the see her naked. Fox nudes, Jeanette 20, McCurdy, 20, 2008. But did you ever see it? And it's not that you're, it's it's a little at this point. You're like, oh, like oh, that's not that. Well, that's how I feel about uh, only Hope no, Solo. Uh, no, because I remember Vanessa Hudgens, Jeanette McCurdy, Megan Fox. Oh no, they're uh, fine. But you remember Hope hard. Solo? That that soccer. 
uh, the goalie or whatever. She had her nudes leak out. She's all spreading her legs Wait, like who? a sarlacc pit. Hope Solo. She was the goalie for the U.S. women's soccer team when they won the. Oh no, World I don't. Cup. I don't remember that. I just assume most female soccer players have a dick, anyways. I will Instagram you guys some links. Thank okay. you. Thank just you. Like, you know, I gotta ask now. Uh, what's your? Uh, you're a single guy. What's your go-to pornog, bro? What's your favorite? What's your favorite go-to category? Actor or category? I want to know. Maybe you got like can a favorite. I, can, maybe and, you got and a favorite. And if you can, actress. if you can do us a solid, I'll take both. Because I have a favorite actress, right? Oh, off I have the top a favorite actress. One hundred percent. I don't have to think about it. Yeah, me neither. My favorite actress, and one is because I grew up with this woman in the limelight. Oh, days. I love this. Oh, this is I'm Alexis, excited. Texas. I'm excited. The second one is because I, I I don't know what it is. She just seemed that one. Okay, so first one is um. So actress, uh, Gianna Michaels. Yeah. Oh. Uh, do you remember Jenna Hayes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. This dude knows. I'm, I'm turning into a fucking cartoon mm-hmm. wolf right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talk about our generation had fucking LimeWire in the end. I was yeah, the first website I ever went to. I remember because we had a, we had a computer in the in the living room, and you know this was the dial-up day. So if you wanted to log on, it was I was like put like a blanket over it when everybody was asleep, like like that covered up the fucking noise of a yeah. of a robot being murdered yeah. to get on the internet. Oh yeah. Orgyfrenzy.com. Yep. That was the first one I went to. And then Big Butt Beyonce was the second one I wandered on. Big Butt Beyonce. <laughs> Sorry, that's a whole website. Yeah. That is, I don't know if it's still there. It might wow. have been bought by, by now. But it was just Big Butt Beyonce. It was just black chicks with, with big old booties. Hell and yeah. I was on oh, there. You know, I was here, man. Justin culture. doesn't see color. He likes no. them all. That's yeah. great. I'm colorblind. That's great. Seriously, no, I'm, I, I'm, I can't I'm see color. Very into, <laughs> no, I'm gonna into have black chicks. So I'm gonna <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that one for the podcast. <laughs> Go for it. Um, you have permission to clip anything you want, I say, if it's oh, something that's beautiful. Good. I mean you've been doing amazing. Mm-hmm. I will say though, I was excited for your answer because I knew the actress, but can I tell you one thing? Because Robert knows this, but you do not. You know what my biggest turnoff of all time is? Mm. Is and again, anyone who says it's not fake, I don't believe them. Fake uh, deep throat noises. It's annoying. It is. And like it, actually and choking. The thing. Like, and, and when yeah. you said Gianna Michaels, the first, <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of because she does that every single time. Mm-hmm. Cause it's the noise thing with that. It's just like, it's annoying. I think I like, really got to join this without you having to do the sound effects and stuff. Like just continue We're we're doing fine. Okay. There's no, right. like, unless you actually accidentally gag or something like that. Which I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, how's your smackle? I mean, is it? I mean, it, I mean, from your personal. Oh no, no, I don't have a big dick at all. Oh, you're Jewish. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. we. Didn't I was circumcised have, twice too. Oh, Mazel Tov. Fucking Jewish. It was, was, hold on, sorry, circumcised twice. Mm-hmm. So once. When oh, you, you were weren't baby, joking. You were I, not. No, joking. no, hundred percent. I was yeah, circumcised once twice. When you were a baby, and once when when. Once when I was once when I was a baby, and the guy didn't. Uh, do the greatest job, I like guess. A botch surgery? No, no, it wasn't botch. But he just left a little extra skin around the. Edge. First it wasn't of all, a, a circumcision is always a botch surgery. It was like the it's Mc... just a rabbi cutting your foreskin yeah. off. It it was like the McDonald's hot and spicies of yeah. circumcisions. It'll do. <laughs> You're not going to turn your head. See, away that's how it. little I know about it. So, a rabbi does it? Yes. No, a doctor did it. Rabbis, no. rabbis. Can... <laughs> They could do a Brit. Well, stop, stop disproving my my folklore. Oh, no, here. you want you want an insight on Jewish culture. There's a thing called a bris and a moral. Okay, so I know what I, a I'm not pronouncing is, the I second. Thought, one. I thought it was the priest that did dis- the bris. It's disgusting because in, in in traditional Jewish culture, the, the the rabbi would do the circumcision. Right, like oh, you said. Okay, so I I wasn't so wrong. The, yeah, past a certain point in history, they would they would they would actually the 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 doc the the, the rabbi would cut the skin off and then they would spit. On the the uh, I'm sorry on the penis <laughs> because in Jewish tr- no, I'm not kidding this is really this is true because it 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 was an antiseptic in traditional you know back in the day when like, Jews, 
like it would clean the wound. It like would clean the area. Thinking like how animals lick their wounds. Yeah, yeah. Like Essentially, it was an antiseptic, the, and they would spit on, spit the on it. Dick. Now, this was about ten or so years ago. There was a uh, there was a case of a baby getting uh, Hep C because a rabbi had it, and he spit on the dick. But that's a whole other story. Uh, but the, you know, the, the, the reason they say they use it now is because it's an antiseptic that 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 works. But you know, spit. No, that's why they uh, traditionally used it. But you know, today we actually have. Oh, but we now actually they have, have things, real science, real antiseptic that yeah. you don't have to spit on a child's penis right. in order to get this done. <laughs> And people, people don't do. I mean, in tradition, if you're if you're a very devout Jewish person, that's a thing that they do in the thing. Because mm. it was it was actually pretty funny. Um, I have a Jewish name too, by the way. Mm. Very interesting. It's Avram. Are you secretly Jew? Uh, Justin Blatberg Berg. Oh no no. Steinstein. My name's Justin. Justin Moneystein Steinberg. <laughs> Big nose. Fucking. <laughs> Justin, take your money, Steve. Fucking, <laughs> fucking probably not even my six billion. My full name is Justin dying. Doyle Kirshner. So Doyle's Irish. It was my mother. Oh, Doyle man. rules. Everybody says that shit. Yeah. You're not the first. Yeah, I know. Uh, fuck oh, you, man. <laughs> this is our podcast. Get the fuck out of here. You know what? You're right. I got to go, guys. I'm <laughs> sorry. I kind of clipped. No, no. I could hear that in my own headphones. But my Jewish name is Avram Ben Matra Yosef, which stands for Adolf, son of Michael Joseph. My Jewish name fuck is Adolf. Yeah. Wow. Fuck yeah. Fucking Adolf. My. Adolf is not an inherently racist name. No, but it, let's let's be honest. It has uh, <laughs> nobody's yeah. calling the kid Adolf. Yeah, I was now. trying I was like, to give it, you the benefit of the doubt. I asked dude. my grandma that, and I was like, "Why do you call me? Why, why Adolf?" She's like, "It was a family name." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." Yeah, <laughs> who in our family had that? Name? Right. I need to know. I don't want a 23 and Me saying we fled Germany because you know after war crimes or something like that. Right. But I was like, and my dad's name Adolf, son of Michael Joseph, been Joseph or whatever. That's that was my that was my father. Do you know Hebrew? No. Okay. Does, does your dad know Hebrew? No, I know how to shit talk in Hebrew. Okay, that's all you need to <laughs> do. Shit talk me in Hebrew right now. You fucking schmuck. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You're, you're schmuck. All right, so you just say bagel insults. Okay, first off, bagel is not an inherently Jewish word. A bagel yeah, is but you bagel. cannot deny. Are Jewish. Bagels you are cannot Jewish. deny a lox bagel. Nah. It sounds good. Listen, Jacob. <sighs> you son of hold a bitch. On. You, you crawled right into my DNA. Shut I the know. fuck up. Bagels are Jewish. How so? I, just, I said... <laughs> you remember when I told you? Remember when I told you that he's not a fan of elaborating? Yeah, you know, we actually have we actually have quite a bit of a culture on this show of being either very Semitic or anti-Semitic. Um, we, America, have, baby. we have way more anti-Semitic culture oh, out here. Know. It's playful. You know, we're 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 huge we're 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 huge fans of just kind of no, legitimately because my because my uh, the, the Nazis, Nazis are cool. cool. You know, we kind of got really in trouble for that because, on accident because you know? my uh, <laughs> like my inherent white privilege just makes me uh, makes me okay with saying that all Jews love bagels oh and Jews God. invented bagels. And this is when I can't wait when Robert because, and I are because living. Because the ignorance really, well, here's the, thing. the ignorance really makes me laugh. And then it's like you can Google it. Yeah, but I, you but could easily uh, just Google yeah, it and no, figure that out for you know? sure. Most things I joke about can be easily Googled and figured so you're out. You're going off the basis of the New York stereotype, the Jewy bagel locks with cream cheese kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah. No, I mm-hmm. I I I enjoy staying in the ignorance. It's his bread and butter. Oh, ignorance is, is fun. Is, Don't get me wrong. I, like, because I know for sure bagels aren't Jewish. Like, I know bagels are bagels. I don't bagel. know that for sure, and I'm Jewish. I know bagels are bagels. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know plenty of Gentiles, uh, you know. 100%, that, uh, that but, but that's the thing. is like, I know enough 
racial stereotypes oh, to, to, racial to, to be comfortable with my bagels or Jewish joke. <laughs> and I, well, Robert, like, you I know don't what I like about you, Robert. You're very comfortable with who you are. Oh, right? dude. <laughs> and, and, you know what? And I'm so glad you said that because you honestly took the words out of my mouth. Robert will not change for anybody, and 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 I have such a personal example of this. Is there? Well, that's so- not true. Is I'll change, but I I won't change what I am. I'll change the way my you philosophy act. fits the narrative. Yeah, <laughs> I elaborate on that, please. Uh, well, if somebody wants to cancel me for something, I'll I'll find a way to dance around it in a way that it's not offensive anymore. First of all, none of us are big enough to be canceled on anything. Which We're, and this is where the point I get to is that I'm so excited for me and Robert to be in a financially well like state, and we've got sponsors, and this is our job. We no longer have to work jobs. And then 10 years from now, we're going to watch the episode with Justin, hey. and someone's going to fucking say, what the fuck did you just say? You're right, and Justin. we're done. I'm not big enough to be canceled for anything, but like, uh, what, I, what I'm what i really poking at here is that I, I, I do like to talk about things that other people don't like to talk about. I, I and he gets excited. And, and, and I, like I don't... That. I don't like to point that out because I feel kind of posery. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of vice channel. I feel kind of... If you're not being 100% authentic with how you feel about something. And that's what I appreciate about him right. is that and Robert doesn't fear the unknown. As, so like a lot of my takes, uh, like I know my takes aren't hot takes because like it's not... I'm not the only person that thinks the shit that I think. Oh, definitely not. You know, you're, so... No matter how odd you think, that's and that's the beauty of the internet that's that's come out over the years. It's like no matter what kind of weird thing you have, like people think you, you have a lot more people who think in tune with you than you think. Yeah, myself so, included. So like I'll be a fucking retard in front of you know, like I've I've met you the first <laughs> yeah. time tonight, and, and I'll be a fucking retard in front. And I loved of, it. <laughs> I really appreciate that actually because like dude, I I sat there all day today. I didn't even tell because I work with my best friend. And okay, so, fuck you. Brand is my best friend. Sorry. Ouch. Oh, I feel like we just cracked a. Cracked hey, a he did. Here. I'm definitely uh, going to address this. Actually. We're not going to address anything, dude. I love you. I hang out with Brandon every single day of my life. Mm. Sorry. Hey, if you're looking for a side job as a co-host for oh, the yeah, podcast, yeah. no. Clearly, I got nothing going on. So. Two no. Jews, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two Jews and a bagel. That's the next podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Look me dead in the eyes and say Christian isn't your best friend live on the air. Well, no, it's it's oh, shared. Yeah. It's shared. It is shared. I have look, look, and, yeah, and maybe oh, okay. hold on. All right, yeah. So we get a little a, bit of a double standard for Jacob's no. situation. Go outside. You're gonna work this out between you yeah. guys. I, I don't know you well enough. Come back in 45 minutes. We'll finish. Um. No, I mean, it's or I'm just fucking with you. But, I mean, like, absolutely. Like, I mean, I feel like, especially with dudes, it's like yeah, you have, like, just your... just fucking with me. I just won. That's all there is to it. We have... Well, I heard that. You already. have a, a niche... <laughs> <laughs> you have a niche group of friends, and for me, it's just literally two dudes. I mean, I don't know if you can relate, and, I mean, he, he's the same way. I, I, my, my group of friends are the same people I've known since elementary school. I have friends, but then I have two literal rider dies, which is this guy mm-hmm. and my buddy Christian, who was on last episode. Um, you know, so, I mean, maybe... I, I feel like that's kind of like the thing with... Uh, he's so... He's on such a fucking I, pompous... I had, no, I had to find the sweet spot for my mic because it was hiding under, like, the... Mm-hmm. You know, Robert's either collar. yelling into the mic like death grips, or he's like way the fuck over here. Like, and I have can't. a feeling it depends on how far down the bottle you get, right? No, 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 no. no. Um, <laughs> you know what? I will say, Robert is silly when he's drunk, but he is very good at holding it together. 
like you off mic, know. like like off mic, Robert yeah. will just be the dumbest fucking moron of all time. But when it, the mics are on, he's a great great co-host. But you know what's funny is when I'm drunk like this, just even a little bit drunk, I feel like a fucking awful co-host. Like I feel like I haven't let you talk at all, which is not true. That's uh, just how he feels. We've, we've had a. Very Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. How many not. Seth Rogen? Uh, comparisons have you had in your entire life? Because my God, zero. What do you I've mean, had, looks or three, looks or personality? Three people tell me I look like Chris Pratt. I Chris disagree with Pratt? that. You're more of a chubby Seth Rogen I'm, than I'm anything. Much better looking than Chris Pratt. Right? Hold, hold, come, come no, on, I don't, I don't know. Oh, oh, it's time. It's time okay. for Ali's opinion. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yay, I don't know about, I don't know about Chris Pratt. Um, don't, you're not gonna hurt my. But you chest. look like a familiar face. You don't look like Chris Pratt, but you look Seth Rogen. I think both, but definitely more Seth Rogen. I mean, what if I like flex a bit? I, like, that's Seth Rogen. Hey, hey, I see hey, 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 yeah. hey, Justin, give me a. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> what is it like being in the new Super Mario movie, dude? I mean, I'm excited. The paycheck's good. Can you? Did you see that cast? Yeah. Can hey. I be honest with you? As a fellow comedian, you know Sebastian's in hey, that movie, just right? For, just I for love Sebastian. Just I love for him. Comparison. Can you fuck Gamora real quick? <laughs> I would be happy to fuck Gamora if she's available. You know what Thank I didn't you. know? Yeah, Did you, I had no idea that hard. was the lady from Avatar. You, you didn't, didn't know it was oh, Zoe yeah, Saldana? Sure. Yeah. I love mm. Zoe Saldana. She's a ballerina. Hold on, though. But what we were talking about, you love Sebastian, too? I, I love I Sebastian. I fucking Mascato. love Sebastian. And I'm so pissed off. They're pl- they're making him play like a throwaway character. Like, how are you not letting him be Mario? These are, these are two Italian plumbers. Like, said, Luigi, and you know, this we is gotta a- go save the princess. <laughs> That is a pretty good Sebastian. Because I fucking love Sebastian. You were talking about how the fact that you used to do bits from your childhood. I fucking love Sebastian. That's all I did around my house. Uh, You know, I have an unpopular opinion. Did you ever see that movie in the 90s, the Mario Brothers with John Leguizamo? Oh, yeah, baby. But I also love John John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo is is such a fucking... Who's the other guy? He's an amazing actor who played Mario. um, It's Bob Hoskins. Yeah, he he passed away. He did. And he he was also Smee. He was Smee and Hook. He was fucking Mario in the he Mario amazing. Brothers he, he's movie. He's our childhood. Like, yeah. He was one of the robbers in fucking uh, in Home Alone. He was No, he wasn't. He, Bob Hoskins? Was that not him? Oh, was that Joe Pesci? That was, was Joe Pesci. Pesci. That was Marv, right? I'm sorry, I'm yeah, a retard. Hey, hey, listen here, chat. I'm a fucking <laughs> retard. Chat, like this is live. Yeah. <laughs> so you're from here, right? I grew up here. I was born in Atlanta. and uh, A-Town. And then You're I'm, not black. What do you mean? I'm black from the waist up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was born in Atlanta, and I lived in New Orleans in Baton Rouge, where my mom's side of the family's from. And then I moved out of here when I was in kindergarten. Did your mom got that Creole speak? Only when she goes back. That's, that's awesome. Because she moved, and she met my dad in New York, in um, in Brooklyn. Where oh, I'm, that's yeah. Your well, dad I will be next week. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm you doing out. you doing comedy there? Yeah, I'm gonna be. Out wow! Here. Look at you. Stuff. We're at in yeah. Baton Rouge. No, New York. New York. <laughs> New York. That's Hold what on. I said. <laughs> so what is that? Seven months of comedy? You're going to go travel around? Are you? Do- it's not an open mic. It can't be if you're going to travel. There's one show that I'm. I'm go- well, I'm going. I'm staying with my friend that I grew up with that lives out there too. Okay. Who's in, who's a musician? His name's Josh Sturmick, and he's in a band, uh, Aubrey Hattard, who's cool. a, who's a, who's an incredible musician out there. If if you're listening, go look her up. She's fantastic. He's a drummer for that band, and he's a he's a, a career drummer. And I've known him since I was a baby. You know, we grew up together sure. in, in North Phoenix and stuff. Check out Aubrey Hattard. Yeah. Yeah. So. I go out there periodically and stuff to go hang out with them. And I was like, ever since I've been doing stand-up, I was like, if I'm going to go to New York and hang out there and fucking do it, I'm going to be like, 
Yeah, might as well right. get some stand up and you know and some shit out there. Right. No, so, that's that's fucking crazy. And, and, and it's New York. And, have you been to New York before? Oh yeah, I've only done day trips because when he used to, he used to live in Boston, so sure. when I go visit him in Boston, we take a day trip up there. But this will be my first time spending the entire week in New York. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I'm I'm gonna do as many shows as I can out there. Open my yeah, there's a dozen. How like, long are you going? About a week. I'll be okay. up, yeah, a week. I'll be out there. I like how I tried to be all sneaky about this, but you <laughs> definitely picked up the fucking. Whatever, man. I mean, people people know us for the doobage and uh, drinking on this podcast. Hey, I'm so. all for debauchery. Yeah, I mean, really, you know. So, I gotta ask you then. So, are you a casual drinker or are you a drinker? I drink more than I care to admit. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but but here's the thing. So, I've always had this weird stance about alcoholism. You know, you mentioned your dad was an alcoholic, yeah. and as much as my dad won't admit it, he absolutely 150 percent was. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't violent. No, but no. um so so to get kind of deep for a second um he i think where his alcohol uh, his alcoholism came from was uh i have a brother uh who's my favorite person in the world his name's ethan uh, he has autism um and he has severe autism so he's 16 years old he doesn't talk he just kind of makes noises and stuff like that um, when we found out that he had autism severely i think that's when my dad definitely started going down, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, me, maybe me too. Uh, but so it's like you know, it's interesting that when you said that, you know, I feel like, like I said, we never really met each other, but it's like we have so many things in common that's yeah, like stuff like that. It's like, but my dad wasn't a violent drunk. My dad was just very like he liked to get in my business. He was you know, a sexual drunk. My dad, you know, my dad was. I mean, like I told you the stories where he break things, and you know, and I would get smacked in the face a few times. You know, when I was yeah, my like, dad never hit me. No, he did, but he, again, he was always one of those guys where he's like, he he, like I'd be sitting in my room crying, and he'd come in and hug. You know, he'd feel yeah. really bad about it afterward. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's probably the stage of an alcoholic. I don't know if, that. I, yeah, yeah, well, because you know, and I think that's good. Well, you know, and I appreciate. By the way, outside of that, he was an amazing dad. Oh no, and he was for most, sure, for sports and everything. He yeah. was the most supportive guy for me. He always wanted me to. Accept exceed but he just had those moments yeah where it's just like yeah it was just these these pockets of rage and he had right. a bad relationship well you know family. and but but you know and and i appreciate you saying that he's a good guy mm-hmm. um but i'm sure you also know too but that i mean that had to cause some kind of trauma i mean that oh, affected absolutely. you absolutely yeah. i mean i i don't know i haven't gone to therapy or any kind of shit to kind of dive into that yeah. messy fucking pool whatever that is but I mean, I, I I feel like this with comedy. There has to be a little dark in you when you do. I mean, because yeah. being a comedian, especially. I mean, unless if this is something you seriously want to do, it's it's not sane. Yeah, it's fucking. It's 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 not something a normal person should have to go through. Right. Because you you go on stage, you get these right. constant feelings of rejection and just shit. I mean, how many times I'm sitting in my room after a, a, a shitty night, being like. Well, should I be fucking doing this? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, know. what is comedy? That's too. Right. It's strategy plus time equals comedy. It is. You know? It's like... It's That's why it's so funny that Alec Baldwin shot a woman in the face. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I was so waiting when we fucking would talk about that. Dude, he, he committed Crow 2 resurgence, oh, yes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I have many strong uh, opinions about this matter. I've, so re- I've really been waiting for like the last hour to bring up when Alec Baldwin shot the director of photography for Rust in and, the know, face with a prop gun. It's so sad. And I, you know, you know who I feel worse for is Alec Baldwin. He, he, dude, he's so, Seriously. He's so he upset about it. Person. Even, if, even if he had no intention, there's it's like, been, that haunts you. There's no way that that doesn't bother you. There's been so many statements 
from that point now where Alex just like, holy shit, I can't, like, why did you give me a hot gun? What the fuck? I can't believe this. And why it's it's still completely, bullet? it's still completely overshadowed by the people that are making memes about Alec Baldwin shooting a woman in the face. That's the internet the, for you. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the Gabby Petito <laughs> shit, all that stuff came out too as well. Dude, yeah, the like, Brian why, Laundry why shit. Why is there a loaded, why is there a real bullet anywhere on set? Dude, the Brian Laundry shit just came out too. His remains were just found. Well, well I bet, I bet supposedly. Dog, I bet Dog the Bounty Hunter is so pissed off he didn't get that. Uh, of course he didn't. <laughs> because the family killed their son and hid his remains. Do you think the family killed him? Yes. I don't think those he were left. his remains. Yeah, he's well, gone. No, they, they, I thought they confirmed that those were his. I don't know. But I I just don't trust that kind of stuff, dude. I feel like that he literally just bamboozled everybody and found some way. To... Uh, how did he? he how did he bamboozle everybody and then not, die? Not... Because they're fucking bones. And you can't die. fucking. There's no DNA in bones. Spec ops agent. Who no, there, but so there's so you no. Think but he's still living. Yes, I think so. You think he's still out there? I somewhere. think he. I think he literally. Where killed did the bones come from? Somebody bones. he fucking killed. He's on the fucking road. On it. There wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Uh, they, it was, though. They confirmed That's it to be Brian Laundrie's remains. But I didn't know if that was the case or They not, confirmed but... it to be Brian Laundrie's remains. So how would they get his and DNA? This, guy's, this, guy's this is why we need to give Allie a hot mic at all times, because she has been literally obsessing over this like the Zodiac Killer. And she has so and, much and information. we already guy, found the Zodiac Killer, so let's go to uh, work on finding Brian Laundrie. Okay, first of all, this guy was not some serial killer who thought this out. This was oh. a guy who something happened. He went on a road trip with a girlfriend who he thought he was cool with. She was way more annoying than he thought. And, and he fucking killed her. Oh, and trust and me, is, no, no, no. You're absolutely right. It, Have you ever been on a road trip with yeah, a girl? Yeah, no. He, especially with your girl. I mean, he did not while, know what he signed up for. I, I, I understand where he came from, but you just don't do it. Yeah. It's like, you know, sometimes uh, uh, when a guy in front of you cuts you off and you're like, well, or at I, least I can get out of this car and hit you with a baseball scapegoat. bat. scapegoat. You just don't do it. But this guy's not a criminal mastermind. That's why the whole bone, like faking at, bones, at I don't think At least you have would. a scapegoat. Like Brian Laundrie should have had a friend who maybe had been in uh, Gabby Petito's DMs. And, and, you know, like they, you know, they rekindled their relationship and they went on this road trip to try to make things good. And then he fucking killed her. And then he could have pinned this all on what's his name in the DMs. But he didn't do that. You know, it's funny. This is such a big deal with my white friends, but all my Hispanic and black friends don't give a shit about it. <laughs> oh, because that crazy shit happens all the time. Oh, like, oh, one white woman went missing. Okay, yeah. welcome to our lives. Well, that I was the whole thing, the too. white woman missing. I just want to know what <laughs> happened. That. That's the thing is I, I I don't even care what happened to Brian Laundry. I just want to know what fucking happened. Well, it's very clear what happened. They were on a road trip. They probably got into some argument. Okay, it's clear what happened to her, oh, but it's not clear what happened oh, to him. I know exactly what happened. He went back home. He got his some shit. His parents covered for him. You saw all that shit where they were like, well, he's not talking to you without a lawyer. You know, we're not doing anything. You think he killed himself? Nine, I would say eight out of ten, he probably did. Yeah. Because, first of all, like I said, he's not Do you a think his Where parents knew about it? He, if was just he, did? Hide, he was hiding in preserves. He was hiding in like the natural parks in Florida and stuff like that, just miles and miles of shit where you can just go camping and go off the grid. But, like I said, this guy was just who I think this was a spur of the moment killing. This is not some criminal mastermind. So he freaked the fuck out and he left. <sighs> And we came in. Oh, Allie's out. Get up, Al. Oh, she's Allie's here. out here. Oh, she's here. Shit. She's, I know you have very strong I know she's got some this. shit to say about Brian Laundrie's remains being found All right. by his parents. Here after we go. They agreed to, Hold on. After, after they agreed Hold. to fucking partake okay. in the, in the, Hold in the on. research by the FBI, letter, letter speaker they found piece. his remains. Letter speaker piece. Yeah, I, I don't think he's dead, honestly. I think... Oh. I, I, I just I find it interesting that I mean this whole time it's been six weeks haven't been able to find him 
all the parks have been shut down in the search for him, you know, and then all of a sudden they open the park back up. His parents show up to join the search or whatever. And they're the, they know exactly where to look for his remains. Do you think basically, this, do you think this family's clever enough to hatch this whole scheme? I, I, I think so. Honestly. I mean, I, 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 I don't think, I don't think it's clever enough to hatch the little, the whole scheme. I think he is as much as it's clever enough to hide your son's dead body. He doesn't strike me as a smart person. Because this guy, this whole situation, the way it lined up, it's very obvious he, like... And I, I could see why you would feel that way, but if you have, like, really studied him as a person, I mean, I've gone through, like, his social media and everything, it's... <laughs> you dug it's, deep. Uh, I, I've dug pretty deep. <laughs> and she knows exactly what the fuck's going on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, like, this guy, like, literally has so many posts where he basically is idolizing this book called Lullaby, which is about... A, a, a husband and a wife going on a road trip together and he kills her. Oh. So do you think this was planned from the get-go? I think it was planned from the get-go. Do you think she oh. knew? I think she did. Well, you could yeah, see you saw like the police she video where she killed? got pulled over and yeah. the cop, she was very distraught and yeah. they got, clearly got into some yeah. argument about something. Well, there was, um, earlier that day, somebody had called into 911 saying they had basically saw Brian Laundrie slap her. Wait, yeah, so you think she expected like there is to a recording. I don't think yeah. she, no, if you expected it, you wouldn't go on the fucking road trip. Well, I don't know. No, I mean, I think that like. some kind of crazy like, masochist, like you, like you. Masochists don't like to be murdered. They just like. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> they just like pain. So, I don't know. I think that he's still alive and his parents are covering for him. I, I think that they, like, I think oh, he's definitely. basically told them what to do. So, where are the remains from? What do you think? The only thing that they have confirmed is that it's his dental records. So, it's so a, you think so he's a, a tooth toothless pole. motherfucker walking around Not right now? Not toothless, but I mean, have we confirmed that all of his teeth whoa, are there? Whoa, whoa, that's interesting. That book you were mentioning, I didn't realize this because, like, we were saying, we thought this was just they got into an argument. They're on a road trip. They just they were at each other's throats. Yeah, no, just, I didn't know he had some sort of manifesto yeah, ready to like, go. I thought it was a spur of the moment. He just murdered her, threw her down a, a ditch, and just trying to. I, ran I off. thought she was just a dumb bitch that he was tired of. <laughs> oh, strong opinion. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, Robert that does happen women, a lot, so. but. And I think that was like, I think that what's, he was trying to make it look like that. Uh-huh. You know? Okay. Uh-huh. I, I, you may be right, but I, it just didn't seem to me the way this, because it was so obviously he did it. I was like, if, if he really, I, I feel like if he was really planning it as well as he thought, I feel like maybe he'd have gone about it in a better way instead of just not talking to anybody, coming back home randomly. And they're like, oh, where's Gabby? I mean, he definitely <laughs> fucked up for sure. <laughs> He obviously didn't think it completely through, he but I mean, fuck his that parents, point, by though. the way. Yeah, if fuck his got, parents. If it got to the point of where's Gabby, I think he'd have a hard time covering shit up, too. If his parents ever hear it, I hope you're out in hell. Yeah, fuck those guys for covering up for your son. <laughs> like, I, I understand a hey. parent loving their kid and trying to protect them, but hey, like, laundry parents. <laughs> Let me fuck the wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clip right yeah. there, bro. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I guess. That's interesting. No, I, di- I didn't know the stuff about the book he was reading prior and how that... I told you, man, my girlfriend is the number one PI in America, listen, dude. Do you like, listen to True Crime Podcast? I do, uh, I do. Of course, yeah. Crew Crime. It's one of my favorites. It's the only reason some of these old cases are being reopened. Some somebody just has some random true crime podcast. We're like, yeah, some woman got murdered in Connecticut in the seventies, and we're. I think it's about because it. it's like like the whole thing for me is that like like oh he's dead. That's not enough. 
Like that's not that's not justice. Like there's no fucking way and, that Okay, what about the nine other bodies that were found in the search? Wait. For Brian Laundry. Huh? How about those? Well, nine? I got to imagine those yeah. No, well those national parks people go there to kill themselves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but like where why haven't we heard about them? That's where I go to kill Like them. why is, why is Gabby Petito so special? I mean, rest in peace, girl, but like what about these nine other people? Rest oh, well, she's girl, girl, that were she's found. a pretty white woman. Yeah. It's very it's very So yeah. Patrice O'Neill the comedian. I love him. One of uh, probably my favorite. I well, idolize him. My name's him. Jacob. I'm gonna show how much. Shut I the love fuck up! I fucking love. Jo- you know what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I am so close to firing you. Fuck I know, right. dude. Do you want to come over every yeah, Friday yeah, and I'll fucking do? Okay. Oh my god! You are. Oh, oh fuck! Sorry. This guy fucking sucks. You say the bro. word. I'm over. No, I know, sorry. dude. Seriously. Hey, first of all, hold on, real quick. We're gonna hang out more after this because yeah, you are a solid fucking dude. You're a good man, myself. Oh my. You're oh, a good I, man myself. I'm sorry. I, I, a little bit too much whiskey. A couple whiskeys. That's all right. I get tongue-tied sometimes, and I do that on stage because I like to drink before I go on stage. Oh, I have a story sometimes for that. I, I, I say that. Come get a I, chair. Come hang out with us tonight. No, you have you have a lot of good opinions. And you I do have hear. a lot of great opinions. Oh, this is going to be, I feel like this is definitely going to be a two-hour podcast. I mean, because we're having a fucking phenomenal time. Oh, we time. can rogue it up. Go four. We're yeah, go, uh, let's go fucking four. Yeah, whenever you want, baby. Come, come you know, hang out. Oh, I'm getting down on the side. All right, well, she's got to go play Sims. Oh, so. Allie, Allie, what if you brought weed out here, though? <laughs> can, can, Robert's going to fucking freak out if he doesn't have some weed. Can he that's have some weed, true. That's not true. I was just being, I was just being a little cheeky bugger. But, but Patrice, had, uh, Patrice O'Neill had a bit about um, Johan Vandersloot. You remember him? Oh, yeah. He murdered a, a white woman, and her name was Natalie Holloway. And, she, and, and the, way he, the way he sets stuff up, it's, not, it's like a conversation. It's not like a setup punchline. Yeah. He goes, he's like, he's like, what's that lady's name that got killed? That white girl? She's like, and some girl in the crowd yelled, um, he was like, uh, Natalie Holloway. And it's like, oh yeah, Natalie Holloway. Oh, did you guys hear? And then, and then like a week prior to that, he had killed some Peruvian girl. He's like, what's the name of, uh, did anybody know the name of that Peruvian girl who was killed last week? Exactly. Right. He's like, nobody knew the name of the Peruvian. He's like, name a white bitch who was killed six months ago. He's like, Natalie <laughs> name a Peruvian girl who was killed yesterday. Like, I, I, I hey, thank you, Allie. <laughs> Can I tell you that my favorite fucking Patrice bit is the fucking uh, the crowd work he does when um oh, my the the the, uh, the, the, the I'm come sorry. on man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on, man. I'm sorry. He yeah. hates the connection we have. No, right you know, he does. He's very jealous. Right. Yeah. Now. I get yeah why don't you go hang out with your friend fucking Brennan, your yeah. best. Fucking friend. Your best friend. I get, a, I get upset when Jacob has conversations <laughs> with the guests that don't involve me. So like oh, I, this is a three. I used to do. Man. I used to do the uh, the the Tulu bit. Mm-hmm. Like what's your name? Tulu. Oh, like yeah, a boogie yeah. boogie boogie. Yeah, like I used to do it with my mom all the fucking Tulu? time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do I fucking bit. love Patrice? And uh, what is the guy's name? Robert and I were just talking about this guy. What is his name? Mitch Hedberg. No, the guy that was best friends with Patrice, the New York guy. Short, he was on the show Louie. He always talks about how his dick fucking doesn't work or he's fucking, it's dick oh, small. Um, Jim Norton? Jim Norton. Yeah. Jim Norton, yeah. yeah. Hilarious uh, comic. Oh, my God, fucking amazing. He's had, he's had Nick Mullen on so many times. Fucking. You love. ever listen to uh, Come Town? I heard about that. Hey, so, you, so you don't know I anything? I'm going gonna, gonna to sell my soul right now for here for a second. Yeah. Uh, Nick Mullen's the greatest comedian genius that's ever lived. Yeah, you gotta oh, excuse yeah, me. do um, some. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's he's got a podcast called Come Town. Uh, him, Stavros Halkius, Adam Freeland. Are they from here? They're no, from they're from New York. Oh, okay, so they're uh, so they're let me just yeah. say, like, our, me well, and Robert, Nick, Nick is from Austin, Texas, and uh, 
uh, uh, Adam and Stauber from Maryland, and they, oh, okay. they all they all migrated to New York. But these are seasoned comics, and it's doing, yeah. kind of. I mean, not no, no they, they are, are. they are, yeah. yeah. All of them at this point are seasoned comedians. Yeah, but they're like our age. Okay. I mean, no, they're not. they're not. What are you talking about? Uh, Nick Mullen, Stavros, and fucking Adam Friedland are well into their thirties. They're seasoned comedians. Oh, really? Yes, they're seasoned comedians. They're very good. Um, my favorite podcast of all time, Come Down. I heard good things. I've heard nothing but it's, good things about the podcast. But Nick Mullen is such a fucking genius. So here's he's, the thing. he's been a guest on multiple podcasts, and I, I'm sorry, I just have to plug Nick Mullen right now. I it's his boyfriend that for sure. Shout I love to Nick that Mullen. motherfucker. He's he's such a fucking funny motherfucker. <clears throat> I, I I can't believe it. Complete. Like well, I thought I, I thought I was unique in my brand of comedy. Not really, but like you know. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of people I met that laughed like this, and then I discovered Come Town. So here's the it thing: was, it's the funniest thing I've ever here's the heard thing. in my life. Me and Robert are definitely a part of the. Um, we don't give a shit. Damn, that you're upset. I could praise Come Town forever. I goddamn. And so those guys, first of all, their name, they're instantly demonetized. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't it's care. Hard to they don't care. Nick, I mean, you know, Nick it, used to do Red Eye for Fox News, and. Uh, they they refuse to plug Come Town because of the name. By the way, that attitude will get you much further than playing it safe. Well, and our whole thing, like- and this goes back to what I was saying in the earlier, uh, you know, earlier in the podcast, it was that it was just like we don't care. Yeah. We don't care about you know money or fucking sponsorship or whatever. It's just, it's literally me and my I will say best fucking friend, bitch. Fuck that you. You're my are. best friend too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, will, I will say I feel I always feel bad um, plugging come down because like I feel like such a shill. But it Why? really, but no, it, I mean, talking about it really is the to. funniest thing I think I've ever heard it's in no my life. No different saying you like Rogan. Uh, uh, I mean, real, it, it's really just like we don't give a fuck. If you don't want to listen, don't listen. If we're if we're gonna get canceled, fucking let us get canceled. It go that, ahead. No, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I just I don't want to interrupt. But that attitude will always get you so much further. Do what you feel you like. Yeah. Look at something like your mom's house podcast. I, my favorite podcast. You know how fucked up that that show is. You think they would have ever have done that show if they ever thought about like well would spot I mean they got they had a two million dollar McDonald's McDonald's sponsor deal pull out a That's steakhouse awesome. that they another one pull have you out. have I never showed you that no I know I'm gonna show you that because we're gonna go on a break McDonald's I, first of all can I just can I just make something very clear I would like to keep going I'll go as long as you'd like. You're fucking amazing. You're fired, dude. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Fuck like, you. I'm still fine for tonight. He's gonna be a crazy ex girlfriend because like when I put you on the podcast. He's gonna fucking stalk our well, house. If this goes off the you rails. Know, I'm gonna really enjoy this. No, it's funny because every every episode we do, he always likes to make this joke with every guest we have. But I'm the reason people listen to this show. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate I hate doing that because Jacob let me on after ten episodes, and like I don't I don't mean to be as funny and insightful and just relatable as insightful. I am. Are you sucking your own dick I, on Seriously, that? bro. The whole time, he's like, don't suck I'm his so dick. I'm so sorry that I'm so insightful and funny. And I'm sorry that so I'm just the best fucking... Yeah. And I can fucking... Like, fuck off. Like, get a fucking grip. Let's God. go on a fucking break, you stupid uh, bitch. We're going to go on a break. And now more of The Basement Dweller. Wow, 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 wow,
Oh my god. What was I listening to there? Are you serious? I don't know what that is. Dude, have you never have you ever been on a podcast before? No. Really? Mm -hmm. Hey, you should throw the first podcast. Come on, let's just give him the CBT treatment too. CBT okay. Uh oh. Do you want to hear CBT? Let's give him the whatever CBT. it is. I'm, Let's I'm give him the CBT treatment, please. It's my favorite. How it's, patriotic it's are you? It's my favorite bit I on red, this white, podcast. Blue, baby. Yeah, it's my favorite bit on this podcast, probably of all time, maybe. It's so good. Okay, well, I mean, I um, mean, I gotta find it. This um, is a little impromptu. Um, we, uh, long-time listeners of this this podcast, know this bit. I like how you say a long time, but it's Shut been like the fuck up. four like episodes. I, like I'm not just fishing for time while you search for this. I got it. Damn. I got it. <laughs> All right. What so you, for me? you very patriotic. Very much so. Are you ready to stand for the flag? I mean, it's true right America. Out. All right. All right. All right. All right. Please rise. Cock and ball torture from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia at en.wikipedia.org. Cock and ball torture, CBT, is a sexual activity involving torture of the male genitals. This may involve directly painful activities such as wax play, genital spanking, squeezing, ball busting, genital flogging, urethral play, tickle torture, erotic electrostimulation, or even kicking. The recipient of such activities may receive direct physical pleasure via masochism through knowledge that the play is pleasing to a sadistic dominant. Image, electrostimulation applied on a penis. Contents. Section 1, in pornography. Section 2, ball stretching. Section 3, parachute. Section 4, humbler. Section 5, Testicle cuff. Section one. <laughs> what did I just listen to? That was the encyclopedia of cock and ball torture. As a Wikipedia free encyclopedia definition of CBT cock and ball torture. And somebody did it over. Yeah, over Star the Spangle. national anthem. Yeah. Yeah. God bless America, right? Yeah. What other country do you get? You think this is happening in Russia? No, no, no this no. isn't happening there. No, they're throwing them in gulags. Would you uh, <laughs> let a woman CBT? And if so, how how intensely would the CBT? You know, sexually, I'm pretty open minded about. Stuff. You know what I just realized? Well, I'm sorry. No, I don't. I don't realize why you just realized because you just cut off the fucking guest. We never finished. God damn. We never finished. Rude. You host. did your favorite uh, porn star. Mm-hmm. You never did your favorite category. Uh, Rude host. Cream pie. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's weird. You ever? You I, ever? I make a joke because I, I, you know, I talk about losing weight, and I was like, at one point, I was over three hundred pounds. What? Yeah, I was about three fifteen at my heaviest. I'm about there. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I, used to, I used to make a joke that I was so fat that my favorite category of porn was cream pie. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. That's very good. I so. like that. Better than faggot, right, dude? <laughs> it would definitely go over better with crowds, I think, especially yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For I might sure. get a lot of boo, haws. <laughs> One of those Shout shows. out Mikey McKernan, dude. Funny Mikey McKernan. I've seen him on Kill Tony podcast and shit. He Did you know that he was on Workaholics? No shit. When? <laughs> he plays, um, there's a scene where you see him smoking a, uh, a like weed pipe. just roasted me. Into immediately talking about a successful comedian. Yeah, well, because you're not. <laughs> no, I know. I just like how I was the stepping stone. Even this though is I've how you get famous. Tr- you get on the backs of others. Never even tried to do anything. You fucked my little ass up. Oh, I just. 
fucked my cat up. Yeah, Sorry. well, your poor kitty. You deserve to be hated by your kitty. This has been a great episode, dude. Wow. I'm having a fantastic time. Uh, really? You. This is wonderful. Fuck you, dude. And you know, I was really nervous because we never really met, mm-hmm. and I didn't want you to think that I know. Like, you, well, I know you see me on Instagram. I look very intimidating. Jacob, so I can <laughs> Jacob jerked his cock four separate times just good. in the two hours while I was here. That means your shoulders are relaxed. Because he was so nervous. You're, yeah. yeah. You're focused. You don't want to have sex with me after the show. Which and he mean? only swallowed two loads, so oh. the other two. You got your protein for the day? Yeah. yeah. You're fucking good to go, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know... I'm very impressed that we're almost done with this bottle of whiskey. Yeah, I, I know. Whiskey's you know, you know that thing was like halfway full when you showed up here. Oh goodness! Hey, good job, guys. Yeah, good job. I feel very proud to be drinking here with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud. <laughs> so, to be are American. you uh, are you uh, seeing someone right now? I am not. What I'm a single man. What kind of question is this? It's a very normal question. No, we have never asked. Every single time you respond to his stupid moronic answer, like it. Yeah. I feel like we're going to, like, this feels natural. Yeah. Oh, right? do you feel like you're going to fuck the guest? Is no, I feel like he's going to replace you is what it feels like. Mm. Oh, whoopsie daisy. How dare you. My phone's on. Right now. <laughs> I'm going to switch that one down. Yeah. You Robert, I think you're just it. really self-conscious and nervous mm-hmm. about about your uh, position here, really. I'm fine with my position. I know you'd be nothing without me. Mm, he's mm. pretty funny. The guy he's makes just, a point. He's No, he's just been... Fucking springboarding off of me the entire Springboarding? Wow. I am nothing without him, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely nothing. How dare you? I'm sorry, sorry, Justin. You had to to become the fodder for... I'm the fucking fall guy for your guys' bad relationship. Yeah. We have a lot of stuff to work on. Just another log on the pile right now. (laughs) You guys have some things you need to work out amongst yourselves before I come back next time. (laughs) See, this is why I feel like we're only popular with our friends is because they're like, oh, Robert and Jacob, like... Have you ever done? Have you ever done? No, um, that's a successful dynamic in in a lot of things. So you were saying you were saying that you've never done like um, podcast or you know anything like that. No, I've never done that or an interview or anything like that. Really? Look, okay, I'm only saying that because you have done more in comedy. Jacob's got a bit of a crush on you. Seriously, I mean, I mean, really, because it's like you've done more in comedy that I've done in three years. I ain't shit. I'm, I'm less than a year into it. And like I said, and the same thing we talked about earlier. It's like it, it, showing up is one thing, but be, I, I'm lucky enough to have met the right people, to have the right connections to even put me in those positions. Have you ever considered doing a podcast? I have. I, I Do you have a name? <clears throat> Uh, a friend of mine wanted to do another comic friend of mine, Cole East, the funny guy. Uh, I know. I, is he from here? Yeah. I feel like I know him. Yeah, you might have run into Matosos, especially those guys. It's a funny comic. We were talking about... Big guy? No, he's tall. Not, okay. Not, not, not like fat. He, Bald? Know. No. Okay, then He looks no. like Jimmy Neutron was an adult. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> then no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were talking about doing something like that, but it's definitely something I've always been interested in and, and something doing because, you know... Just like you guys, I could bullshit for fucking <laughs> two and a half hours if, if need be. I mean, I'm having a blast. I, I mean, know. really. I mean, so me and Robert, I mean, as much as we joke about the irony of a quote-unquote podcast, mm-hmm. I want nothing more than this to be my job. Is it, so that's what you're going towards. That is. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, look, I don't hate my job. Uh, I have people who I work with who listen to this. So let me let me just say I love my fucking job. I really do. Um, hey man, your boss isn't listening. You don't I have, know. You don't. You <laughs> don't maybe, maybe. S- you don't have to what? proclaim that you love your job. 
I do though. I hey, listen, viewers. I tolerate my job. No, I. They no. give me as much overtime as I want, and I'm making bank right now because they won't tell me to stop working. Otherwise, fuck working. I would never work if I even had a choice. What, what do you do for work, Jacob? I am a supervisor for a hotel chain mm. that um, I cannot mention. Fair enough. That's my number one rule. And every time I say that, I'm afraid that Robert is going to blurt a fucking retarded ass fucking it's answer. something a little closer to like worse I'd stop, Eastern. I'd stop it. Now, question. Does it's, this hotel uh, chain I just said worse trees Eastern. in the... the, the, the Title? What was Allie, that? Ellie, is that incriminating? Worst Eastern. It's 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 almost it's that, what you guys are doing. It's that old Mitch Hedberg joke. He's like, I don't want to tell you guys what hotel I'm staying at, but there are two <laughs> trees involved. Yeah, the double tree. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let me just say. Let me just say. Hold on. No. No. That's hilarious. Yeah, let me uh, just say. One of my favorite comedians. Thank you for yeah. bringing him up. And to both of you. Yes, I love my job. If I could calculate per hour, because a job like this is not per hour, it's per episode. Yes, I would do it, mm-hmm. you know, but I do love my job just now. Um, but the second this takes off. That's oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. can go yeah. fuck themselves. They can window worse. They Eastern. can fuck themselves and their <laughs> tiny little assholes, dude. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but... I don't remember the point I was getting to this. We've had a lot of uh, shout out to uh, it rhymes with uh, Schmrown Royal. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. A very good uh, top shelf Canadian whiskey. Yeah. Shout out to Black Peasant. This particular one, my grandfather in, in Louisiana. <laughs> what do we say? You pour a glass of this. This is sipping whiskey. Mm. What you do? What's your favorite drink? Is this a sipping whiskey to you? My grandfather was a depression era baby. They, they didn't have shit. Amazing. You have old parents. My mom is. My well, mom was. My parents were thirty when they. Well, had Well, first of all, Justin's so already old parents. Thirty-one. He's already ancient. So they're almost sixty. Yeah. Oh, they are sixty. They're in their 60s. Hey, yeah. Hey, old parents. Please don't take offense that I was just kidding. Just one parent. The other one died a long time ago. Except my mom's dating. Doc, get over your dead dad already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My mom is dating an ex Hell's Angel biker. That's fucking. Cool. Yeah. Get over your hot moms already, dude. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about my mom. Let's talk about yours. Oh, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. No, we no. should talk about Jacob's mom. So would you like to? I have some respect. For Where's my fucking? It's right fucking there, retard. Use oh. your eyes. <laughs> what if I hit that? Uh, this is Allie's. So... Oh, that's... oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was yours. Oh, you sure? Oh, okay. You got to here... press the button while you're hitting it. I know how these work. Uh, well, some of them don't work like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I wasn't trying to mansplain you, bro. Are you mansplaining me, huh? You cis white piece of shit. Yeah, You're gonna come seriously. Talk to me like We're going to go far with this podcast. You're going to go far, kid. Just like the offspring. <sighs> I fucking hate that band. Really? Damn, I, I love hearing What you, is your favorite kind I of... I love hearing you say that. You know that. what, dude? I, I want this podcast to go so long. I'm just going to ask you generic <laughs> questions. What is your favorite kind of music? What is your podcast? We're not even fucking recording, you fat fuck. Hey. Uh-oh. All right, let's move hey. the whiskey away from him. I know. He's We're going to slide no, this over. Come on. Hey. <laughs> I was just being mean to him. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> what is your go-to music? Uh, heavy metal. I grew, I grew up in metal bands, playing, listening to metal and stuff like that. So 
anything Black Dahlia murder. Hey, era. Jacob, you um, know, you know, you, you know. I appreciate the cannibal right? fucking corpse T-shirt that you're wearing right now because it reminds me of Ace Ventura, the first movie when he goes through the crowd. He's like just like dancing through a cannibal corpse. Excuse concert. me, is, is Mike is, here? Is Ali <laughs> is Ali texting things about me and then showing them to you like? Yeah, she's like, hey, you're a stupid retard, Robert. She's like, hey, uh, 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 how are you cool with Robert treating you like that? Do you want me to kick his ass out? Are you saying that, Allie? I don't know, babe. Do you want me to kick it out? <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard yes in case anybody uh, didn't pick up on that. So you don't live here? No. Okay, what part of town do you live on? Uh, oh, so okay. I live Oh, you on, don't want to say it in front no, of No, it's totally fine. I live, I live like right off the 303 in El Mirage, dude. Jesus like, Christ, you're farther than I am. I know. Yeah, I, I used to have an apartment out in Phoenix, and then, like, you know, all this housing market bullshit hit, and I was, like, between places to live, and I didn't want to go live with my parents, and my friend was like, hey, you know, I'm living at my parents' place, but there's, like, two extra rooms available. Mm-hmm. We'll give you that shit for 400 bucks a month. That's and I, and I was like, yeah, we're done. Cheap I don't, shit you're going to get in Phoenix these days. Exactly. I was like, I don't need, I don't even need to hear anything else. I'll pay you $400 a month. Just give me a bed to sleep on mm-hmm. and I'm fucking sold. And so that's what I'm doing right now. Probably until like January or February. Mm-hmm. And then me and the guy I'm working with, it's, that's my boy got me the job. We're going to get a place together. <laughs> That area's going to blow up soon, that 303 up there. They're building, they just built that microchip center. Mm-hmm. Some shit out there that they're, they're building, and they're going to have to start building communities to accommodate oh, yeah. workers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's going to blow up around that area, so. It's about to get crazy. Yeah, don't don't be surprised if uh, all those areas start getting more and more expensive, because mm-hmm. that's like one of the last. You can't even go up to, I mean, like, New River is probably as good as you can go, but do you want to live in New River? Yeah, dude, it's like Casa Grande. You want to go anywhere for decent housing, you yeah. go to Casa Grande, it's like, dude. Do you really want to live in fucking Casa Grande That's to, true. to do anything? Not even Buckeye or Avondale, those areas are, are safe anymore. Buckeye's fucked, dude. It's so fucking expensive to move out to Buckeye. Holy shit. It's matching up to the prices like out here in Phoenix. You're like, well, then why the fuck am I moving to Buckeye if mm-hmm. I'm spending the same amount on a house? Like, I'm not going to deal with any of that shit. That's the one thing I hate, and it just so it upsets me so much where the housing market has gone over the past year. And Like, my, my buddy's house, his house went up like 100 k in a year's time. And then I try and find an apartment and I'm like, oh, okay, you needed to have at least $2,000 a month unless you want to have a... Dude, my parents just sold their brand new house for $200,000 more than they bought it for. That is so fucked, dude. And, and, and the only time I've ever told my mom, fuck you. Yeah, straight up. Was when I asked her, I was like, how much did you buy this house for in North Phoenix, right off the 101 and 7th Ave, when you guys moved here in the 90s? She's like, $80,000. <sighs> Like fuck you. Hey, I don't. I don't. I don't mean to cut they the momentum. They just sold their shit for hundreds, Sorry. hundreds of thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mean to cut the momentum. Uh, the sweet baby girl, Alicia, over here is ordering Taco Bell. Ooh. Do you guys want Taco Bell? I'm fine. Like I said, I gotta leave after the podcast, so I wouldn't kick a couple tacos out of bed. Are you able to give her money? Because we're Absolutely. broke as fuck. Okay. Yeah. I got cash on me right now. Okay. Damn. You want to give? Want to give him the phone? Just give me shout out. Two crunchy, uh, DoorDash, two dude. crunchy tacos, and I'm I'm satisfied. Hordash. Thank you. No, thank you. I got drinks here. Okay, fair enough. Save me. Oh, my man got. But drinks. do you have Baja Blast? No, I don't. <laughs> That's the one thing. Make sure that you order uh, hot sauce. Make sure. Oh, my name is Jacob, and I'm here. We gay. go. Can you? Stop? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, dude? Honestly, 
Justin, yeah. whenever you're ready to just come over Shut on up. Fridays. Yeah, like you're going to replace me. He's, Fuck off. He's so upset about this. Like He's not liking it. You know, let me just say, though. Do no, it then. I'm not, Do it then. Don't no, I'm not going to replace you. But let me just say. Hey, Justin, you're going to come over next Friday, right? Sure. And Jacob, yeah, I'm Jacob. saying, like, well, honestly. I'll be in New York. Next week. Oh, that's, that's right. I'll, I'll be oh, out. Yeah. You know what, Justin? So this isn't so going to work. Gonna <laughs> what are you going to do next week then, huh? You going to find a fucking co-host? No, I'm going to hang out with you. Oh, are you? Yep. All right. But I guarantee you the shit. Friday after, I'm down. All right. That's fair. Robert, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I have other pressing business across. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a pit bull. I'm worldwide, baby. You're right. He's a shark. He never stops moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you. So if, if let's just say... I, I hate to be a Debbie Downer. Do Let's just say this him. doesn't work out. Do not out. ask him if he would want to replace no, me. No, I'm not. I'm not. Fucking Shut the fuck. You see how mm. how obnoxiously like afraid oh, he is of this? See? Does he see? You don't like talking about your feelings, do you? Yeah, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> so what do you see yourself doing if it's not comedy? To be honest with you, that's kind of the reason I'm doing it. I don't see myself doing anything. I don't think I, I don't know if I have the, the wherewithal to last another 10 years in corporate America as I did prior. Fucking Fuck all that. What? Huh? <laughs> I mean, I totally get you. So I mean, here's, here's the thing. I, I don't know. And to be honest with you, I don't, I don't want it to be an option. I think it, to me, it's like I'll do what I have to to get by if I can, but the comedy part of it is going to have it's like i think that's the only way you can really do it if you want to yeah. make a, a comedy musician any kind of artistry because it's so difficult to get into and start it's like comistry yeah basically you have to really <laughs> don't give me that half-ass face jacob you fucking <laughs> like it like you're trying annoyed to get all emotional with me. i know <laughs> seriously I, i'm really trying and he's just over here fucking <laughs> go ahead <laughs> toxic that's the word you needed to use you're right i'm sorry ali <laughs> it's i feel like if you really want to be successful in it you can't give yourself the out yeah you have to you, don't get me wrong you have to be realistic about what it is because you know it's going to be difficult you know you're gonna have to work you have to do bullshit jobs until you can get your feet on the ground in any sort of thing because it's not something that especially stand-up comedy i mean most people 10 years is when you really start is Becoming as you, I mean, some more or less, some are more naturally talented than others, but I don't know. If like me with Robert, I'm more naturally talented that's than why. he is. Get your queef on the brown. <laughs> are you excited to replace him? Because honestly, I'm jazzed up right now. I know. I am glowing. I did, I I didn't even want to say it, but nobody nobody else was going to say it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Continue. No. No, I just, I just think like, cause there's a certain point if you give yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now no one's even listening cause we're all fucked up and we're, uh, continue. Yourself. I'm, I'm on so- cloud nine. I'm sorry. If you get, and I talk like my, my friend Josh and I'm going to see, he, he, he kind of gave me this advice. He's like, you have to, there's no backup to this. If you really, if you really wanted to do it, it's something that you have to there's nothing in your mind that's like, that's the only thing that's going to get you through those shitty times when you're sure you bomb on stage or you do a shit show and you're like, why am I wasting my time for making no money, like making little to no money at the beginning? Right. <laughs> it's, it's just, you have to have the mindset of there's, there's no plan B, even though the plan B is smarter. But here's yeah. the thing. If you want to get into stand-up comedy, you're probably not 
normal to begin with. <laughs> right. As fucked up as it is, it's like people who have good childhoods generally don't do this. <laughs> it's because the amount of rejection that you have to face on a daily basis is garbage. Especially, you know, weeding through com. I mean, how many, what other comics said shit other than like, uh, you know, how many, t- you have to bomb a hundred times or some shit like that to be a, a, a decent comic. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, Robert fucking sucks, bro. Oh, my have God. We, have we reached the tipping point? We, Robert, yeah, dude. Seriously? Yeah, like, dude, I'm trying like, try to maintain, but like, I really thought that last exchange was really funny. And like, you, guys, <laughs> you guys are just like... This was move- literally the most serious moment we had. You guys, you guys are just moving past it because it was legitimately a serious thing. And I was just like... I wasn't in that mindset to, to move on into that sort of mind frame. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Look, we're going to have to cut this soon because of no, all of... No, fuck you. Not because of me. Not because of you, but I get you, buddy. I mean, I mean, I mean, really. Um, let's take one more... I didn't even oh. hear what Ali said, but eat my balls. <laughs> let's take one more break before we get out of here, all right? We'll wrap it up. All right. And now more of The Basement Dweller. Justin, it was amazing having you on, dude. Honestly, we had a lot of fun just drinking, talking about stupid shit. (laughs) I mean, really, I mean, we are way uh, beyond (laughs) the past of of, uh, being coherent at this point. So, (laughs) P.S. So, let me ask you a question. Have you watched What We Do in the Shadows? Yes, I love that show. <gasps> it's episode... Oh, the new episode. Did the, it just drop? Yeah, it just one? dropped, so we're going to watch it together, right? Well, we have our Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah we just... Yes. yes, absolutely. Okay, Justin, please, um, you have been a pleasure. Guys, I honestly can't thank you enough for inviting me on. This was such a fun time. You're going to come back on, right? Anytime you guys want me oh on, you let God. me know. All right, I'll Robert's fired. That's it. Down. That's I all. I'd love to have you back on. Uh, are you really going to cut me out of this fucking outro, you stupid asshole? I hate you so you much. You ain't no music... Just cold, cold open on the last. I'll bit. get there. I'll get there. Hold on. Jesus so where? Hold, shut the fuck up. Where can we find you, Justin? So you got Instagram, Justin underscore Kirshner, K I R S H N E R, and then Justin Kirshner on Facebook. Uh, I'll be doing a few open mics on Monday and Tuesday, but then I'll be in New York uh, doing a few open mics and then maybe a show or two out there. Um, and on Twitter, I don't have a Twitter. I do not. That's rookie based. mistake. No, that's based. I respect the hell out it's of that. It's not. I look. It's not because of a particular choice I made morally. No, I understand <laughs> that. It just just the fact that you don't have one is based as hell. Mm. I don't care what your reasons are. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. You shouldn't have a Twitter. No Twitter, but maybe in the future. All right. <laughs> He's never gonna have a Twitter. Folks. All right. Let's play. Fucking play it out. Rock and roll, baby. All right, buddy. Where, uh, Robert? Where can we find you, buddy? All right, uh, you can find me at uh, Robert2Dope96 on Twitter, um, underscore Bizzer96 on Instagram. Um, I haven't streamed in a while, but you can find me at Bizzerboy, B-I-Z-R-B-O-I on Twitch. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Um, thank you for having uh, Jacob with me again and fucking our boy... Justin. Oh, you're more than welcome back on, buddy. I just want to let everybody know right now who stayed. Whoever stayed uh, this long, I am now streaming on Twitch. That is Pudgy the Mage. 
P-U-D-G-Y, the mage. Let me say uh, that again for you, boys. That's P-U-D-G-Y, the mage. That's absolutely correct. We're going to end this episode right. New outro with Criminals, Dondre, who was on episode six, hey, before, I think. Before we bust into that, let me just say thank you once again to Justin Kirshner. Seriously, dude, episode you have been number one. We're getting pretty close to 30 here. Guys, I, I can't tell you how much fun I had. This is so much fun. And anytime you guys want me to come back. Well, you know what? I absolutely fun. love you both. I hope to have you back on, Justin. Everyone have a super awesome night. Oh, Let's get you. the fuck out of here, buddy. Thanks, Dondre, for this new outro. Stay black, America. <laughs> if you like what you heard, be sure to follow them on Instagram and Twitter. The information is right below along with their email. Make sure you show us some love by liking the video and subscribing to the channel. We also got previous episodes. But until then, we'll see you next week with a new one. 